This week on the podcast, we talk about a little movie that ended a legendary actor's career. Welcome back to the Dissect That Film Podcast, where we dissect the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite films and film franchises. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, my wonderful co-host, Dan and Angel of DNA Gaming. Hello. And joining us, I'm going to say once again, because he has been on this show once or twice before, but we have one of the hosts of the Cinema Guys and the man behind Tubi Tuesdays on TikTok and all the social medias. We have Brad... What's going you, on, thank Brad? You, thank you for having me back. <laughs> Absolutely. It didn't it just end one career. It ended two. That is true. I, 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 You know what? I'm going to have to re-record that intro. So, <laughs> No, just <laughs> no, we're, we're going to get to that. But yeah, today we are talking about 2003's A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. at stake they'll be the world's last hope and the game is on gentlemen so yeah we this is a this is an interesting movie because i haven't seen it in a long time i don't know about all of you we'll talk about our experiences with this movie in a little bit but before we do let's talk about a little of the uh behind the scenes of this movie especially the fact as we just stated it ended pretty much two people's careers the legendary sean connery the man behind james bond uh, he was indiana jones's dad in the last crusade and he's done he did many, many other movies uh, throughout his uh, illustrious career. From wh- when did he start? In like the fifties? Is that when his career kind of started going? I think. Wow. Yeah, Something I think like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, yeah, two thousand and three is where it all ended. And uh, partially the reason, actually, I would say the majority of the reason was because of director Stephen Norrington, who we have talked about once before on the show, as he was also the director of Blade in nineteen ninety eight. Oh. So yeah, Stephen Norrington and that sums up his career. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much, pretty much. He yeah, they did not get along very much on this. Uh, Sean Connery, of course, is always from from things I've read over his career. He is not the he wasn't the most um, he wasn't very easy to work with. He, he especially somebody who has had a career as long as him and 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 the, the roles he's had in his life. 
he had a lot of power, or at least he thought he did for certain things. And so he stepped on Stephen Norrington's toes a lot. He pretty much directed certain things on his own, pissing off Norrington, having him walk out of things. Yeah, it uh, it got to the point where I think at one point Norrington literally just wanted him to punch him in the face. From a report yeah. I read, he literally Challenge walked up to Sean him. Connery and literally was like, just punch me. Just hit me. Yeah. I'm sick of this shit. Get it over with. And yeah, so it got to the point it, they where... They were not friends. No. Mm. and They yeah. did not send cards to each other afterwards. <laughs> no, <laughs> no they were both like, we're now. done. Because Stephen Norrington <laughs> yeah. has not directed a film since nope. and Sean Connery yeah. would not do any more live action films after this. He would do a couple voice silver works in some really bad animated films. And when yeah, I say really he's... bad, they're really bad. <laughs> I'm not even going to name the movie. It's just terrible. He said he fell out of love with with Hollywood. Yes, because in, he, in he the didn't like the modern Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, it's it's a why because because I think the, the 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 crazy thing about this movie is I feel people think that the the reason like Sean Connery left Hollywood and I don't think many people really knew about Stephen Norrington and what happened with him because like I said he really the only two big things he did was Blade and this. You know, he did other movies, but these were his kind of like tent poles. And um, yeah, I think a lot of people just thought, oh, it's, it's, it, it was just how bad the movie was. No, it wasn't. Because to be honest, spoiler alert, this movie isn't that bad. <laughs> no. It has its issues when it comes to, you know, it's early 2000s. It's got a lot of visual effects in it uh, with early 2000s, you know, work the 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 budget isn't as high as as you would think when it comes to a movie that would use a lot of cgi and yeah there was some actors in here that maybe were just kind of getting into like these big roles and some of the performances are kind of hit or miss but overall it's not that bad everybody but let's go (laughs) around the room and talk about our experience watching this movie uh you know, coming up for the show or just tell us about your history with this movie. And we're going to start with our, with our guest, Brad, what's your history with this movie? And uh, what do you, what do you think? I mean, I saw it opening day when it came out in the theaters and I absolutely loved it when it came out. It was just a fun, fun adventure action movie. I I had no history with the comic before, so I Mm -hmm. didn't even know anything going in, but I, I enjoyed it. And I hadn't watched it in quite a few years. So when I watched it again this weekend, I was like, you know what? I still have fun with this movie. Some of it's CG and effects. It does show its age for sure. But you know what? It's just a fun, mindless adventure movie. My cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) Brad, uh, we're actually changing the subject. We're going to talk about 65 tonight. I gotcha. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Hey. Let's do it. Brad really likes that movie, by the way. <clears throat> if anyone follows him on Twitter, I don't. Or sorry, X. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's so dumb. Yeah. It is dumb. Uh, it's edgy. Not, not your view of the movie. It's bold. Yeah, stupid Twitter. <laughs> she's, she's just trying to cover it. No, stupid Twitter. <laughs> oh man. All right. That's a whole nother, a whole episode in itself. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to schedule you in for that one. Uh. <laughs> Dan, Angelo, what, what what do you guys think? I don't know. What do you want from me? I want you to tell me your experience <laughs> with this damn movie. That's what I want you to tell me. Would you like to go first here? 
Well, I don't remember the first time I watched this. I do. I want. I want to say that I know I was by myself. I, this was before me and him got together. But I want. I want to say that I watched this on a Friday night after a football game. We had. Um, the movie theater would stay open later on Fridays for um, after the football, the home football games. And I want I want to say that that's where I saw it. It would have been about right, two thousand three. So because I can, I do remember because I've there's other movies that I've watched around this time, and I, but I can't like I'm I was racking my brain all day trying to remember because I knew you'd ask, I knew you'd ask, and I was like. I don't remember, but I know I have watched it several times. I enjoy it every every single time I watch it. Yeah, you know, it, it dates itself with, you know, certain scenes, but I would rewatch it again. I love I love literature. I love all the the characters that these are based off of. Can you stop? Distracting me. I'm not. I'm literally yes, not doing anything. Yes, you that are. Is. You're doing things over here. I'm sorry. You're distracting. <laughs> um, Mina Harker. Our daughter's named after Mina Harker. You know that's so that hits home. I could hear Sean Connery talk all day. That's just just me. He was a dragon once. He was. <laughs> was that dragon heart? <laughs> Which is funny because we just talked about it on our July live stream because someone mentioned it in our chat. That's all relevant. Funny. Yeah, all relevant. <laughs> no, so just just replaying scenes in my head. It just it just I still love it. This was a grandma movie. This was a grandma had it on TV when you went over there. It's one of those things. It's... And that's how I watched it multiple times. So I've never seen it in theaters. Probably never would have seen this movie in any other circumstance, but it was just like it was just on. You go to grandma's house, she's watching it. You just chill out and watch it. That's it. Yeah, that's my history with. And I, I do have the comics, so I've never read them. I got them when I got uh, bought some from a friend. He's like, I'm going to sell you my old comics that I have nowhere. It was just in there. There's a couple of. Them. I don't know if it's all of them, but just a couple of the issues. Yeah, this was this was definitely a movie that my grandma had on VHS, and I watched it a lot. Because I love Sean Connery because of mostly because uh, Last Crusade is my favorite Indiana Jones movie, and I love The Rock with him and Nicolas Cage. Oh, yes. And I had, okay. you know, of course, I had seen those movies before this had come out, and so of course, like Sean Connery's in a movie, I'm gonna see it. Like I wasn't a Bond guy, I wasn't like a lot of his like early stuff. I didn't. That wasn't really something I cared about. It was, a it was his man. later stuff. Yeah. It's it's funny he looks younger in this than he did in Last Crusade, <laughs> which came out yes what fourteen fifteen years before this. So it's pretty. I've wild. seen some screenshots from that. I think that was, was on like, purpose Ooh. though, because he's supposed to play. He was supposed to be Harrison Ford's dad, and he was only like I think, I think he was born in like thirty two. He was only like ten years older than Harrison Ford, which was pretty funny. I mean, at least they tried. There's some yeah. shows you watch and movies you're like, ooh, yeah, this, they're definitely not the younger ones. Yeah, I mean. I remember seeing this a lot of VHS with my grandma's and then of course like yeah it would always be on like USA or TNT or one of those channels they'd always play this movie. Yes. 
And of course, I loved reading as a kid, and I read a lot of the the books uh, where these characters come from. So it was cool to see them in like a different light. And to be honest, when I saw this movie for the first time, and probably the first like ten times I had seen this movie, I never knew there was a graphic novel behind it. I never knew there was anything that it was based on. And then I remember buying Watchmen, the the graphic novel, not the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Barnes and Noble and I, because I had found out that they were making a movie, I bought the graphic novel. And then I, on the back, it would tell you, of course, about the author and they talk about Alan Moore. And I was like, wait, what is that say? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I still haven't read them. And I'm, and to be honest, after this latest viewing, I kind of want to go buy the, the collection of graphic novels and go through them because I've heard they're actually really good. But, like, oh, yeah. but, um, oh. Back to Alan Moore. I mean, he wrote a lot of legendary graphic novels. I mean, like like I said, he did Watchmen. He did this. He did V for Vendetta, which was turned into a movie by the Wachowskis. Uh, he was. Uh, he also did From Hell, which Brad mentioned. I did compl- I didn't even know that. I knew it was based on a graphic novel, but I didn't know Alan Moore yeah. was behind it, it which was also turned into a movie. I would love to cover that at some point. That's uh, Johnny Depp and Heather Graham. About Jack the, it's like an alternate universe Please. Jack the Ripper story, which is so cool. Um, so good, but yeah, he didn't like this movie, and he didn't really like most of his like, works that were. Yeah, he doesn't like anything that. <laughs> I don't think he likes movies. To be honest, every time I would see an interview with him, he just he just seemed like a grumpy old man who just wanted people to just leave him the fuck alone. Just he's, like let me, <laughs> leave me. He be. just wants to be a wizard. He looks I, like a I wizard. Don't. <laughs> yeah. He is I a wizard. Of... Holy shit. He's a time mage. No, no. <laughs> I kind of don't blame him for not liking certain things because coming from someone that reads a lot, when you see something based off a book or, you know, a graphic novel, you you just can't get certain things in the movie because of time. So I I, I kind of understand the the not liking. And I know there was a lot changed from his book. Like yes. Tom Sawyer got added for American yeah. audiences. Yeah. Know, and which he was the weakest character of the whole thing. I think. Well, but. yeah, we'll, we'll get to him. <laughs> I have gone. I have gone to certain movies after reading books. Um, like I went. I read Twilight before it was a movie. Before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I read. There was another um, series that came out. Fifty Shades. You read before it was cool. that I read. 50, it's Fifty Shades. No, no. <laughs> it was Twilight a different one. Fifth- no, see, I was I was the only one in Divergent. The, no, you read those. Too, um, you? I can't remember what it, it's. Some something to do with glass, and I cannot remember. It's upstairs. And I remember sitting. I was by myself, and I'm like, "That's not how that happened." literally out loud because i'm like there's certain things that you want to happen and you know are supposed to happen and when they change it it's like "Mm, no i think that's i think that's kind of like people's when people talk about like hey what are the problems with the harry potter book or movies uh there's a lot of stuff from the books that they just didn't include and that's what they plan on doing with the the, uh 
yes. series that they're supposed to be doing. We won't, with, uh, we won't get into that either. Yeah, no, we don't need to talk about any <laughs> as, more Harry Potter than we have to. I, um, I could get into a rant about that too. Well, there because you're talking about Alan Moore and you mentioned his like standalone titles and I just had to do a quick refresher because I remembered some of them off the top of my head, but Alan Moore has some influential books he did under the stead of DC Comics as well. Yep. Of course, he's The Killing Joke is probably his yes. most famous, not Watchmen, so superhero-related thing. Oh, but he did a book I, I want to read. And if you know anything about DC lore, good, because this will make more sense, but I'm not going into it. He did a book called Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow, which actually gave a proper ending to the Silver Age Superman because he was never really given an ending. And I've always wanted to read that. And just various other runs. He had a huge influential run on Swamp Thing and made him relevant again. Captain Britain, he made him relevant again. Just, just a bunch of comics everywhere he had. Uh, he took a really shitty Superman clone from an uh, image. Oh, fuck. Supreme. Supreme, so yep. Superman. Yeah, and he had a really good run where this Supreme was like an homage to Silver Age Superman. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. And like, I don't know. But I, I used to be a big superhero guy. I'm not really much anymore, but that's just stuff I know about. Yeah, and it was also uh, illustrated by Kevin O'Neill, the original graphic novels. Uh, he passed away last November. Uh, he did a lot of stuff with uh, DC as well, you know, doing like Green Lantern comics. And um, he did a comic series called 2000 AD, mm -hmm. which I'm not too familiar with, but he worked did stuff with uh, Dark Horse Comics. And then, of course, yep. uh, doing stuff um, all the way, pretty much was working all the way up until he passed away. So, But yeah, this uh, this movie was directed by Stephen Norrington. This was written by James Dale Robinson. Fake name. Keep going. Uh, listen, <laughs> when it comes to his works, it's mostly comic stuff. Like, he actually really? has done a lot of comic work. Yeah. Anything notable? Like Batman stuff. Uh, Batman's Legend of the Dark Knight. Uh, Batman, Dead Man, Death and Glory, Detective Comics. Um, back, this is like, this is throughout the 90s, like Greenland Core, or Green Lantern Core, uh, Starman. So that's the thing is like, it's like, oh, it's a comic book movie. Let's get a comic book writer to write the script. And it's like, but the problem is he's a comic book writer, not a screenwriter. Yeah. which is two different yes. things. So yes. I feel that's why a lot of things are kind of disjointed in this movie. Um, a little bit, yeah. And to be honest, it, I feel like there was probably too many hands in the pot. So, oh, and I'm sure you, yeah. sure you had some studio hands in there too. Of like, wow, oh, really. of course. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Sean Connery was actually a producer on this movie, which doesn't really, if you think about producers, doesn't mean much. It's just kind of a name. It's like producer. Yeah. There you go. You want to put your name on there? They don't really do much. Um, <laughs> like, I did get paid for this movie though. Oh yeah, he made seventeen million for it. He sounds I like mean... he was uh, also co-director, from what you're telling us. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, the thing is, is in the graphic novel, Nor or um, Quartermain, his character is not the leader. Is not like the main character. Nope. It's actually Mina Harker is like the the leader of the group, and it kind of plays into like there's really not a main character. Um, the whole okay. group is kind of, yeah. you know, together and has equal roles where, of course, like Quartermain is kind of he is the main guy in this movie. I wonder if they pitched it at him and said, you know, we we Peter Wilson, we're going to we're going to have her play Mina and she's going to she's going to be the leader of this group. And he's probably like, nah. I'm not even going to try a 
Sean Connery, but he he probably was like, no. He's like, not a woman. <laughs> no, no woman is going to leave you leading me. Yeah. It doesn't time, fit my misog- misogynistic character I have. Open so hands. Like, no, Sean, we can't. Stop. It's not the it's 50s. Yes, it's not the 50s. It's not okay. <laughs> God, Calm down. <laughs> it's okay. It was the 50s. Like, no. Everybody just starts slapping everybody. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> I just hit people with their dicks now. Get to the moon now. <laughs> yeah, so going through the cast, we have Sean Connery as Alan yeah, Quartermain. <laughs> no, I heard you. I okay, good. <laughs> we have, he uh, just doesn't want to acknowledge you. Thank you. We have Nasiruddin <laughs> Shah as Nemo. Who is from twenty? Was it twenty thousand leagues under the sea? Is the book? Uh, we have yes. P- uh, Peter Wilson as Doctor Mina Harker. She was in oh, uh, Femme Fatale. Fuck! What the hell is the show called? Uh, La Femme Nikita, right? La Femme yeah. Nikita, yes. Which was remade right into was another show that was just called point? Nikita. She yes, was in the yes. Vigo Mortensen Vanishing Point. She was the motorcycle girl. Nobody knows. Oh God, you guys kill me. <laughs> so, Vanishing Point. Okay, let's let's go back. Vanishing Point was a movie from the seventies, early seventies. Like big car it. movie because the main vehicle's a. I think it's a four forty Challenger, seventy seventy one four forty Challenger. Okay. Big movie like that. It's all druggy seventies and shit. But there's a scene in it where there's a girl butt ass naked driving a motorcycle. It's a motorcycle girl. Well, they did a remake of it with Viggo Mortensen. I'm pretty sure she's not butt ass naked in this one. But Viggo Mortensen's a way better actor than the dude that was in the original one. And she's the motorcycle girl in that movie. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I, Malibu Shark Attack. Oh, thank God, Malibu. She Shark was in Shark Superman Attack. Returns as a character. I don't remember. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, but her character, of course, is the wife of Jonathan Harker, who is the guy who goes to work for Count Dracula. You find that out in this movie too. Uh, she was paid by, or it's it's Mina. I always thought it was Nina. Nina. No, Mina. Mina. Well, yeah, yeah. I read the Dan. I read Dracula too. Uh, What's it? Winona Ryder, I think, played her in Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Correct? Am I wrong? What one? (laughs) The uh, Dracula with uh, was it Gary Gary Oldman? Oldman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's what with all everybody has sex. That's that one. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) We have uh, Tony Curran as uh, Rodney Skinner, who is the only character who is not like the main character of one of these um, old stories because the invisible yeah. <laughs> man was the only story that wasn't in the public domain. So they actually could never call him the invisible man. He was just the man who could become invisible and they couldn't use, I think the main character's last name is Griffin. So they couldn't use his character. So it was just like, yeah, he just stole the shit. He stole it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there you go. Cool. Yeah. Just we couldn't get, get the right. Yeah. But... <laughs> we'll get away with it somehow. He's a gentleman thief. We have Stuart Townsend as Dorian Gray. The only movie I know him from other than this is, oh man, it was the last movie that had, is it Aaliyah? She's the one who died. Queen of the, the, oh, the yeah, Damned. Yeah. Damn. The only stat. Yes. And the only thing I remember about that movie is just the awesome soundtrack it had. Yeah, yeah. Had the uh, awesome Davis. song from Corn. Oh, yeah, from Jonathan Davison. Had the sick yeah. version from Disturbed. I was like, yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I remember about that movie. I was like, I, what's it about? Uh, vampires. The, that's it. <laughs> that's all I know. Those are the only two movies I know he's ever done. I'm like, I feel like you're typecast, and then yeah, kind of. <laughs> and and he was married to Charlize Theron for a bit. 
that's uh, kind of another thing that he was known for. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this has Shane West as Tom Sawyer, who I feel like this was like this had to be an early role for him because he was in a walk to remember, which I think was the year after this, which is the one with Mandy Moore. Oh no, this came out. That came out a year before this one. That's probably why I got the role in this movie. Like we needed a, we needed a good old American boy. Yeah. He does a lot of, I knew I had had seen him somewhere and you say, you saying that I was like, Oh yeah. Hilarious. He was in the American remake of of the Nikita show. Dude, wow. That's Hold hilarious. on. There is another actor, because we get all these vampire synergies, too, because this motherfucker was in Dracula 2000, and oh. the dude who played the villain was in Van Helsing as Dracula. Yes, that's what, what I recognized him from. Holy dude, I was shit. like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, man. You're right. And, and yeah, Dracula 2000 came out in 2000, of course. But yeah, he was a uh, Shane West was in Ocean's Eleven. He played himself. I guess he was yeah. that well known. He played himself. Uh, a Walk to Remember mm-hmm. in 2002. He did. Let's see. Let's go through here. Oh, my goodness. No. Nope. And literally movies. everything else is like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. He was there. He was in Gotham <laughs> for four episodes. He played Bane. Yes. Uh, what? Yes. Bane before he had muscles? Uh, probably. Before he went to prison. Not- um. <laughs> We have Jason Fleming as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, we just talked about him a couple episodes ago yep. in uh, Deep yes. Rising. Yes. Yeah. Mm. But um, can we talk? I just want to talk about We're going to talk about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde a lot because he shows up a lot in this movie. Can we just talk you about know. why Hyde looks the way he does? Why? If like you think, I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. They tried to make him look like the Hulk, like in some yes. way, like a deformed Hulk. And well, well, during his fight, all I thought of was, oh, this is the original Hulk versus the abomination yeah. fight. Yes. Just with worse CGI. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude. Holy. But uh, I, I just thought I found it funny because I've read, you know, I've read the original story. I've seen the original movies, you know, even the, the early, early ones. I think it was like the 20s or the 30s where like Jekyll and Hyde, like Hyde is just a kind of more aggressive looking Jekyll. Where it's like yeah. he gets a little bit bigger, but he still just looks like a man, and he, all he's trying to do is go out there and just do some devious stuff. Um, and this one, it's like, nah, he's he is literally he has one. He's got one little arm and then one monstrous arm, and he just looks like a deformed gorilla. And I don't well, know it, if I care. The red that. one, the red, wars, the red the red one, the red Hulk's worse because he just looks like a skinned gorilla with serious yeah. jack arm, dude. Like this right yeah. one's like, bam, and they, and they told hard. <laughs> they told the guy who plays him was like, "You got to be crazy," because that's the guy who's yes. like running around like, ah, ah, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. And then when he becomes the creature, he's doing the same thing. I'm like, oh, there's shit. no build up to this guy either. He just happens. No, <laughs> he no, he just shows up and grabs the flask and just starts chugging it. He's, and I just always not the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even drink. He's just like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, this dude's horrible but at keggers, man. Like you're supposed to drink it, like not get it all over your face. Yeah, it's it's great. We have Richard Roxborough as the Phantom, which I love how they spell it. It's F A T F A N T O M. But he's supposed to be the like the Phantom from Phantom now, of the Opera. What I want to know is why did he put the prosthetics on his face if he's wearing a mask? 
Like that just seems like a lot of work. Because he's the Phantom. <laughs> Extra steps. <laughs> it looks yeah. cool. So, so there could be that big reveal when the mask gets knocked off, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, yes, <laughs> I agree. Uh, it is me." I had to Google this dude because oh, I was like, "This oh, dude, wow. this motherfucker was for sure in Lord of the Rings," oh, but he wasn't. I just felt that he was. <laughs> We have Tom Goodman Hill as Sanderson Reed, who was the guy who um, he was uh, the Phantom's like sidekick. Well, M's sidekick. Mm. The guy who like recruits Quartermain. Oh, yeah. He shows yeah. up. Who? Okay. Yeah. Who you find out he becomes another person. Like he becomes the other invisible man later on in the movie. But you, oh, never, yes. yeah, you, you yes. don't know that though. You literally have to look it up. Like it literally, I, I looked at the the trivia for this on IMDb, and it said that look, Sanderson Reed was the other Invisible Man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I, I mean, I could see it. Yeah. Those are the deleted scenes. Well, you yeah. couldn't see it you because know. he was the Not- other Invisible Man. <laughs> <laughs> Not that way. Oh, he's man. trying to protect his. Well, yes. I wonder if he, well, he, it is a bit, it would have been better because you see how you see him in the beginning of the movie if he had like a fucking bowler on. It's just a bowler and a knife floating around. Yeah. That would have made more sense because it's all his character wore in the beginning of the movie. That is true. That is true. Uh, we have Terry O'Neill as Ishmael, uh, who is the first mate of Captain Nemo. I found it hilarious that this, I don't know, call me Ishmael. I'm like, ha ha, he said the words. <laughs> and Max Ryan as Dante, Phantom second in command. I'm t- is that the guy who becomes the. Jekyll or the yeah, it's red guy. Okay. Because I'm like, you're useless until then. Yeah. So this movie was released July 11th, 2003. And then not until October 17th, 2003 in the UK, it was an hour and 50 minutes and it had a budget of $78 million and made the $179.3 million at the box office. But it made an extra $48.6 million with DVD sales and rental sales, which is uh, another, that's a, that's a pretty good chunk of money. This that's movie definitely made out. Early 2000s, it wasn't a terrible no. thing. But but I feel like when you talk about this movie, people just expect it to be, oh, it, it just did really shitty at the box office or yeah. like it just didn't make any money. It's like, no, it actually made a pretty good chunk it, it of did. money for its budget. But it, it was no, it was all the behind the scenes stuff was the reason that yeah. this movie because they had a sequel. They oh, were yeah. they were they had a sequel ready to go, and they were you like, can Ehh. still type it into if you type this movie into Google. The second the second most searched thing is a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen two. There needs to be a second one. Dude, listen, I, I already Sean figured Connery's it out. dead. It for real. No, he's no. for real dead. But you could get. I mean, well, you just say the characters. Dead. I mean, the character technically died at the end of this movie. He was but. Gonna, with two T's. He Go says ahead. in the middle of the movie, Africa won't let him die. That's true. Well, so, we did get that really sick teaser. Long scene yeah. on that grave. I mean, yeah. I was waiting for a hand back. to pop up. Yes. As a zombie. I, I mean, would, <laughs> I want an alternate cut where during that scene, where all that's happening and stuff, it just needs to play Africa by Toto. <laughs> but, Is that out at this time? All right. It won't make it happen. But no. <laughs> The I mean, sec- I'm sure it listen, was. We're gonna talk. I'm gonna say it now because I'll forget by the time we yeah. get the end. I wanted a sequel to where where Alan Quartermain's the villain because he gets resurrected by the witch doctor and he's just he's just an evil corpse person. I feel like they've made he's the villain. About, I feel like they've made movies like that. They probably it's like have the hero gets resurrected after death and he becomes the evil one. 
But yeah. I need him but like, he gets because brought- he's a good shot. Like, ooh. And it that doesn't make sense. To, but he could be it's zombie. It's Tom Deadshot. Sawyer versus zombie Quartermain with the. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Because yeah. he's. Zombie, he gets brought back, but his soul's departed. His he's a he's a he's a husk. Departed. But he's still can, he's, he's, he's still they got to put a shoot. soul in him. It's just not his soul. So he's a villain. So it's just his skin. Somebody else is wearing. You know, you know what I'm saying? You get but him, it get still what I'm has at? his 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 brain's still there. It could be zombie Deadshot. Was there a zombie zombie Deadshot? Well, we can make it happen. Probably. I mean that that's him right there. Well, see, everybody talks. This dude, I'll be like the zombies at some point. I want to point this out. Uh, yes, there was Marvel Zombies. I want to point this out. Everybody talks this be, motherfucker up be about this. being a great shot. He talked about having multiple lovers. Doesn't have his own kid. Not that good of a shot. I'm going to say that right now. He does have a good... He does have. No, he that was a, his son-in-law. He says it in the movie. Yeah, that's my son-in-law. Yeah, but... Not that good of a shot. But he technically did have a kid because the son-in-law would mean it would be married to his daughter. No, 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 you're you're missing the point. It could, it could. He had two, he had two wives. You're missing the point. No, he yeah. had two wives. It could be a stepson. Two wives and multiple lovers. Tell multiple me. lovers. That's what he says. Yeah. But. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go. Just carry on. Let's just are you? Carry are, on. are we ready to go through the plot? <laughs> yeah, let's go. So. Let's do this thing. So I want to talk about I won't, movies. I won't let you all night. <laughs> no. I love the opening where it shows the 20th Century Fox. Of course, I had to wear my So Wizard podcast shirt because their logo is literally just the 20th Century Fox. <laughs> it's like perfect time to wear this shirt. Um, and it so doesn't we exist started, anymore. No, we started this movie. It was about 11 o'clock. We had made biscuits. And I, I went biscuits. to I went to fix my biscuit and I missed the whole opening, which I love the opening. I was like, damn it. Could you not pause it? I'm sorry. I was like, you guys possibly be like, okay, I'll get it. But it's it's a cool opening because it it shows the logo and then it like morphs as the logo is like part of a building in in London. Really, really cool looking. And then, of course, it gives you like a whole breakdown of it's 1899. Times are changing. You know, they're going from you're going from weapons that are single shots and just kind of you know, the old school way of things. And now things are becoming more advanced and the world is changing and it's scary. The world's changing. Yeah. For some reason, I thought this opening had Jekyll and Hyde or it had the Hyde roof thing in the beginning. Nope. That happens later. It's because the thing is, is the, the, you see the policeman going down the street and then stuff is crumbling from above them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, is this when Hyde is running across the rooftop? No. But what, no. Why is stuff falling from the top there? <laughs> I'm so confused because the tank just comes out of a wall. You're like, oh, okay. I just love it, though, because the tank comes in. Of course, the guy's like, stop, stop. And then just, I don't understand. I understand. He just stood there. trying to stop over. it. Yeah, you're just standing there. Get out of the way. You're clearly not stopping. The guy gets run over. But I love it where the other guys are just trying to hit it with the billy clubs. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are they gonna do? They, listen, all the, I don't, I don't know. Listen, you know I love firearms and shit like that. But like, they probably just had Webleys. Like, what the fuck are they gonna do? And secondly, more, more importantly, no, they've never seen this before. I, I know this is a fictitious reality, but if I remember correctly, and commenters correct me if I'm wrong, in World War One, it was the British that actually were the first to implement tanks. Yeah, but this is combat. yeah, but this is eighteen ninety nine. So this is like way. This is good, yeah, I know. I know. They wouldn't have half the things that you see in this movie. Well, I know. I know about that. Like, I'm just, but, just but they wouldn't know. They've never seen a Fossil. tank before. So here they are trying to, you know, take it out with what they have. 
Let's hit it. Which I like is when not it working. Stops. When it stops and then it, the the side opens, there are people inside. I'm like, who do you think was in there? Robots. Over robots. Yeah. They, yeah. they found aliens at this time and they didn't tell us. But the, yeah, so the tank crashes into like a bank. I'm guessing it's a bank because they open it's up this bank. vault. Well, and... it says when they go in Bank of London. Oh, I meant, I'm clearly, I was, I was writing a note there. That's why I, I need like, to watch movies more than it. once. Um, no, you're good. Yeah, that's my but yeah, it crashes into the bank. It opens this vault. Yeah, this is where we get the moment. Oh, there's people. No shit, dude. Like, of course, there's people in there. Um, they open up the vault, and of course, it's the Germans. Uh, but of it, course, it's the it, Germans. Of course. <laughs> of course. No offense to all of our German listeners. <laughs> but in these movies, you know, when it takes place a long time ago, the there's Germans another scene that happens. And it's like, what the hell are you yeah, doing? Yeah, and let's just, we want to make note, this is not the Nazis. These are just no. Germans. <laughs> yeah, the Germans. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, well, it's actually really people, like, they're they're not even really German. No, just they're just seen followers of the Phantom. Yes. Cause yeah. the, cause, but you don't get to see him. You just kind of see uh, from, like, the neck down. And, of course, you, it focuses a lot on his cane because it's got he's got, like, the skeleton top on the cane there. But he goes inside, and this is where there's like plans and stuff for like weapons, like blueprints and all that. It's for Venice. It's like some of the buildings in Venice. Yeah, like blueprints, like blueprints sure. and all that. So, this is when they we, we then go to like a facility that they're building like zeppelins and everything, and the Phantom just blows it up with a rocket launcher and just okay. walks away like the cool guy. Yes, I felt like it was day. Cool guys don't look at explosions. They just I didn't know if it was a rocket away. launcher or if he was trying to shoot a hook because they show it yeah, it's unraveling from his like I don't understand and then it just it, then it blows up. It's like, <laughs> like, wait, what? Okay. There's a, there's a lot of different ways. Got a fuse or something? A, yeah, there's a lot of different ways you could have gone about this. Like you didn't have to do the rocket launcher thing. Yeah. It would have ignited fairly easily. Yes. Yeah. Dramatic uh, effect. But I love how they show him walking away all cool as everything's crashing and blowing up behind him. Like this guy's so cool. He laughs video. in the face of danger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is not Darkwing Duck. So yeah, this is pretty much it. Of course, it shows like headlines in the newspaper, pretty much like a oh, war is about oh. to begin. Mm-hmm. The, this is very much the, the beginning, especially ha- had me thinking of like the Shadow or or old pulp movies like yep. The Phantom or things like mm-hmm. that, where it was like war. The Phantom. to. Britain blames Germany. Germans say it's not us. And then it yeah, gets like yeah, Britain, yeah. you know, <laughs> Britain attack or people think Britain attacks German. German says nay or nine. No, it's nine. Nine, nine, nine. So a little early for that. Yeah. So this is when we are in Africa and a man is going to he's got he's trying to find a man named Quartermain. And he states that he works for the Queen and he needs his help. And of course, he meets a guy who he thinks is Quartermain because he pretty much introduced. He's like, oh, yeah, that's me. But then you find out his name is Nigel and he's just kind of there so that the real Quartermain doesn't have to deal with just kind of random people asking about him. He has to get the Pavarazzi off of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. But they're like, we need you, Quartermain. And he's like, nah, I'm good. He's like, but don't you live in your country? He's like, not really. <laughs> See, just, yeah. He just doesn't care. And um, I don't I don't even remember what the guy says to, like, get him motivated to do. Oh, no, just shit just starts happening. People just yeah. show up to the building, start shooting they at show him. Up and they kill they Nigel. 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 They kill Nigel. They kill Nigel. Yeah. yeah. He's like one quartermaster. Yeah. And or quartermain. 
Like, like yeah, the, okay. the bartender like gives him his rifle so he can like yes yeah that's but yeah, you see that the, the um the 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 guys that come in to shoot him have like armor on mm-hmm. and you know I I just love it with the guys I, I can't remember exactly what he says but he's just like oh my god they have like next level equipment he's like it's just body yeah. armor <laughs> yeah it's like they're just yes, they're they're uh they're oh, vulnerable or bulletproof or something yeah uh, in the future yeah, yeah. Uh, future men. But then, but then they start shooting their automatic uh, weapons, and he's like, "Oh, automatic weapons! Why does it have to be automatic weapons?" Yeah, this is definitely way before that was a cop was very commonplace. At least not yeah. in a, not something a person carried around as a personal weapon. You could it tell that. You could also tell they're new because like one guy's shooting it, and then it must like jam on him because he's like beating, not beating the shit out of it. But he gets his trusty old gun named Matilda. And just yes. starts beating the shit out of everyone in the room. All I can think of oh, is so it's called the Winchester. It gets that last guy from hundreds of yards oh, away. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> After he puts shot. his glasses on, yep. yes, shoots him from like, like nine hundred yards or something like that. And then, but then the building blows up, and I'm like, no, not the bartender. He was cool too. He's yeah, probably dead. Yeah. It looked like a nice place. They probably yeah. got out. I I wanna I wanna believe that they all got out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody in town's running toward them, so they they live in I, my brain. I I love the kill though with the 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 last guy in the building before he does shoot the guy who runs away, where he kills him with the rhino horn that's on the wall. Oh yeah, just with the table <laughs> yeah. or whatever, just pushes yeah. him through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. That was great. I love watching uh Sean Connery stuntman do all of this because there's no way Sean Connery did any of this. Oh, and you can tell that it's a stuntman it's too. So like, good. He's doing flips and shit. I'm like, come on, man. This man's 70 yeah. years old at the time. I'm like, what? I'm too old for the sure you are. <laughs> They're that's wearing he, wigs. That's why he retired. He was sore from all those stunts he did. Yeah. I mean, he was trying to be Tom Cruise. Yep. He's like, I just need to. Not vacation. everybody's born to fall out of a plane. Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the, uh, the guy that he shoots, he doesn't kill him because he has questions for him. But the guy chews on a Oh, my God. Hard. Uh, pill, yeah. They always have the pill. They always have the pill. I, I just always think of Captain America, the first event. Yes! Where he like pops the tooth. It's like a. That's tooth. what I was waiting yeah. for. Was like, it's very, Hydra. It's, yeah, it's just no. very dramatic because he like pot and you can hear the pop and yeah. Hail Hydra. Pop rocks. Do, do you That's realize? I don't know what this gun he's using is. Right, that Quartermain's main Dude, weapon. that's a long ass gun. It is it is definitely used for hunting big game. Oh, Massive caliber. Well, like, do you Africa. imagine like I know he shoots this dude not to kill him and it probably wouldn't have killed him right away necessarily, but the amount of trauma that would go through his body just hitting him in the shoulder, I guarantee it would have went straight through and just detonated his shoulder. His arm he is just like a, a wet noodle. Yeah. Just, ah. I don't think he would have I don't think he would have been able to move his arm. No, you, that's a shit ton but of But you would have seen cartridge. it through his Jacket that he was wearing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a, a big little explosion on the backside. That would have been awesome if they would have made it that kind of movie, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Just like we're gonna go hard R and we're gonna blow the guy's arm off. Like, and like listen, oh. listen, we no. we would love I, that. I watch, I watch a lot of, I watch a lot of gun tubers, right? And this is, I just gotta make this comment because I love this. I was watching a video where they shoot ballistic dummies simulate human bodies and i watch this dude just at fairly close range use a 500 magnum handgun and shoot a head and the head literally shut gets shot opens up and then collapses in on itself so you could that that's way less like the 500 magnum's got a lot of energy but that cartridge would probably be very similar 
being as old as it is, because it would have been black powder. But it would have been yeah. a black powder cartridge it, at that time. It had yeah. to have been. But after the after effects, you don't see much from the the front. Like seeing the slow motion, you see it, but it's the back end that's like there's nothing left. Yeah, because smokeless powder didn't come out till 1907. The French had it first. So yes, it's 1899. So no, he wouldn't yeah. have had that would have been a black powder weapon. There would have been there would have been a lot of damage. Oh, scary. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so the yeah, the building blows up and then we get like a hard focus on a gravestone that just says Quarterman. I'm like, is this his wife? Is this yes. a kid? Like you don't know who it is. It just yeah. focuses really hard he, on it. Did he fake his own death and people Ooh. were just trying to find him? Yeah, I assumed it was Maybe. a wife at the beginning. That's what I thought. I put wife question yeah. mark. <laughs> the his facial expression from it. Yeah. So they Quarterman goes to London. It is raining because of course it is. It's London. It is July 1899, and this is when we get some great shots of, like, uh, you get the matte painting backgrounds, but you have, like, the stage work in the front. I I love that. I feel like it's not done enough anymore. Um, It's had the very old movie feel. Yes. Norrington tried to make it feel like an old-timey adventure comic. Yeah, Yeah. and you could also tell by how lines were delivered as well, because, like, you could t- always tell. You watch a movie from, you know, the forties, fifties, sixties, and just the way that lines are delivered, compared to like how actors deliver lines now. Uh, it's not. I wouldn't say stiff back then. It wasn't like stiff, but they just kind of enunciated things more. Yeah, yeah. And kind of, uh, they, man, they exaggerated accents so hard in those old movies. Or just didn't talk at all. Yeah. So quarter uh, quarterman, he meets a man named M. That's all you get from him. And you meet Captain Nemo, and he looks cool, man. This man is I like cool. Captain Nemo. Quartermain with uh, James Bond meets another M, basically. Yep. Yes, because I love oh, I love M from James Bond movies. So they are told about the Scarred Man, named the Phantom. And this is when he's, you know, he's going around, he's, you know, doing some nefarious things and they need to get this group together called the league of extraordinary gentlemen this it's been a group that has been around for a while but this is going to be the new group and so Mm -hmm. we meet more members we meet rodney skinner who is the the man who stole the formula to become invisible uh from the original creator and of course you never get they never stay his name the the original creator the invisible man yeah it's the man who becomes invisible uh, but the effects are awesome. I watch a mm-hmm. I watch a, a YouTube channel called the Corridor uh, Corridor Crew. Uh, it's a visual effects studio out in LA, and they do a show called Visual Visual Artist Reacts, which they go through movie scenes that use CGI and they kind of talk about the process of how it was done and the way that they did the whole scene where he Skinner puts on the the white makeup. It's he they actually filmed it kind of like in reverse where he already had the white on, but he had something else over it and he would wipe that off to get the white on his face. So the white paint was already on his face and then there was something else over it. And then he was wiping off the stuff, the first layer to get the white underneath. It's so good, dude. That is that shot's So good. It's to be honest, it's crazy how good everything that, when you see the Invisible Man in every shot of this movie, it looks so good. 
Yeah, he does. Yeah. Looks great. Oh yeah. And there are I some like shots. The difference. So... Well, okay. I like the difference between this scene and the scene where he's just full already. Yes, where it's it's just him painted white. The actor, yeah, yeah, there's no yeah. effects at all. It's a, it, it's a good it, blend. You can tell when he first does it that it's CG. You can tell it's not well, not yeah. him already painted. Like he had to have had a green suit on or whatever at the time. I'm trying to think. But, Did Hollow Man come out? I think Hollow Man came out before this and yeah, yes, they're invisible. That that's late exactly like that's exactly I what I was thinking yeah. of. The first time I the first time I had seen it, because I know I saw Hollow Man before this. Yeah, the effects in that movie are spectacular for the time. Like amazing. Oh, yeah. Like I don't I, I could there are some movies that. now that can't even get to that level. And they yeah. have insane budgets compared to what Hollow Man had in 1998 or 90, 1999, yeah. whatever year it came Na- out. Nowadays, they're trying to crank out too much stuff that they can't, yep. they can't spend their time on those effects anymore. The, the bar of acceptability is lower, like you said, just to get more stuff churned out. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't like this movie for some of the CG work, but... It's mainly the cock ripper later in the movie. That's his name now in my mind. He's just I... cock ripper. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy, I I go into a lot of these movies that we watch, that I know I've watched before. Like, yeah, I remember when I first watched them versus, you yeah. know, this is what, 20 years later? Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to be good, but I still enjoy the effects. Well, for the time, they were good. I mean, it, yeah. this came out after Star Wars, after lord of the rings so i mean it's yeah and they had a lot bigger budget than yeah. this oh yeah oh, so yeah. here i am i'm like putting myself back in high school seeing this for the first time like it's i mean yeah this movie came out when i was like so 11 good. or 12 and oh, i didn't up. give a shit about <laughs> i didn't give a shit about <laughs> cgi and how bad it looked like it was fucking cool like this was just i graduated high school in 04 yeah, it was a different like you said it was a different time. This, Angela. i'm Listen. sorry that your parents had sex <laughs> and conceived you before my parents did for me okay i'm, I'm sorry I, I can't help that <laughs> i was uh i was in the working world when i saw this movie <laughs> I could have been in the working. Actually, I did start working a year later. Yeah. Slow <laughs> <Long> clap. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we hey, also- my parents didn't want me to start working until I was out of high school. So I was lucky there. We also meet Mina Harker, who we don't really get much information about her because we don't. We just we just meet her. I mean, we know who she is based yeah. on the the story we've you know the book that she's from but uh the movie doesn't, doesn't doesn't like that there's a woman there no women this okay. movie would be so much Man. better put the hand away there. sean <laughs> it, but i i i One still star get, well i still get <laughs> what the timing is uh i still yeah, watch a lot of um i watch bridgerton so like that that's i mean still it, this the, was yeah it's 1899 yeah, yeah it's, it's still the era where people yeah don't like women this was this is this the suffragettes you know that was still going on like they they had women didn't have right to vote in the united states like at that point 25 or more years later yeah 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 exactly yeah. yeah so to see her play a pivotal role yeah 
She's badass. She's badass. She is. So this is when we get to see Nemo's awesome car. And I just like, what is this? Yeah. Oh, this is what I call an automobile. <laughs> an automobile. Yeah, yeah so everybody is, else is like, what? We meet his driver, Ishmael, and he's like, uh, call me Ishmael. <laughs> hey. He's wearing a little beanie. I'm like, um, I wish they gave him a peg wearing leg. wearing that though. at that time. They didn't give him a peg leg. Ishmael had a peg yeah. leg and Moby Dick. He couldn't drive yeah. the car with the fucking peg leg. I'll put it on his left leg. I, He'll be able to drive it. As yeah. long as he is, uh, yeah, as long as it's on well, his left leg, he's good. Keep in mind, though, to be that guy, early automobiles, not counting this fucking future Cadillac, Merc, fucking Listen, Bentley, he didn't whatever. Have to they did not have a standardized, they did not have the standardized driving system that we have now. Even er, like really, even early, very early automobiles did not have that. I don't think they had a brake pedal. So it wasn't the same. <laughs> so from uh, the, the driving later on, I don't think they had a brake pedal. No, this, this is this is no joke. This to. is no joke. The same model as the Batmobile. Like it just looks the same oh, as yeah. the original, like Burton Batmobile. That's oh, great. Um, the uh, fun fact though is that they were supposed to add a character that was supposed to be James Bond's grandfather. Yes, and it got scratched. Because they just thought it was going to be too much. Okay. Which would have been funny since Sean Connery played James Bond. Um, really? But. Yeah, this is when you get the conversation with Quartermain about how women are distractions and blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, I'm not your typical woman. And he's like, okay. <laughs> just kind of blows her off. Yeah. She's not wrong. No, she's not. No. So they drive to a kind of a sketchy part of uh, town, and they meet Dorian Gray. What do you? What do you put in your Townsend? What do you? It's not you. It's not you. It's I. I gotta scroll this. This he just looks like he's taking a mean shit. (laughs) It's it's, don't look the dude up who plays the cock ripper. It's there's a shot of him right before a transformation where he's all like. And his face is all red and it's still on that. No, and I can't sorry. tell if he's taking a shit or doing something else. And it's fucking distracting. Oh, man. But yes. Yeah, carry on about Dorian Gray. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> vomiting charisma on this thing. Oh, yes. It's just his defense. He just like, he has one fucking mood oh, and one tone shit. throughout this entire <laughs> movie. No joke. He, like, to be honest, he is probably he's the most like- boring character in this movie. No, like Dorian Gray. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. like a. I'm just like, oh shit, is he still talking? He he played Lestat almost the same way. <laughs> Probably why Stuart Townsend doesn't do a lot anymore in Hollywood. Whoa, get him the fuck out of here. From yeah. reading the book, I'm like, dude, what did you do? I don't. I never. I never did Portrait Dorian Gray, whatever it's called. So he has been in stuff. Uh, he Allegedly, was, he was in the 2005 Aeon Flux live action movie with his now ex wife, Charlize Theron. That's what we were looking up, and we're like, What? Yeah, and uh, I think he did some, it looks like some Hallmark movies. We have Christmas at Castleheart and Grace and Grit. That, oh, that sounds 100%. Listen, like, Hallmark movies are where your career goes to die. I seriously misheard everything he said, and I thought he said Christmas at Castle Grayskull, and I was like, "He man, Christmas special on Hallmark." I was like, <laughs> Somebody might have, but that's where your—that's oh. literally where your career goes to die. But like, uh, yeah, we're gonna find out what Dorian Gray's all about. I mean, if you've ever read the story of the of it's i think it's called the portrait or the, is it the portrait of dorian, of dorian gray yeah the picture of dorian gray yeah we'll we'll explain exactly what he's all about in a little bit so 
He knows what he's doing. He's missing a picture. You know, like how you walk up and say, oh, it looks like you're missing something. He's like, I know. Yeah. And then he just keeps walking. So Quartermain tells the groups of his rumored immortality because that's mentioned. He's like, oh, I've heard you can't die. And he's like, well, you know, they tell me that, uh, you know, I can, was it Africa won't let me die? And they're like, well, you're not in Africa. And he's like, you're not wrong. Exactly. <laughs> it's almost like he knows this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is, you get the whole thing where, Quartermain actually says that he met Dorian Gray once before at a college and you know they're like they think it's they think it's Quartermain is the one who was giving a lecture at the college but it's like no it was Dorian Gray he looks exactly the same and I was a little boy and they're like like what something about the 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 teacher and the student but he's like no I was the student he was the teacher so the phantom shows up and all of his goons with their automatic weapons. And you also get a, you get the, this just random, you think is a goon, but you find out it's the guy from earlier before where who, who, he was walking along the car when they drove away. You're like, who's that guy? But the Phantom. He's the only one with an out of, clearly out of place outfit and weapon. Like yes. He's wearing it not, yeah, he's wearing it kind of, because the other guys have it like, a, like cloaks. Like an mm-hmm. actual coat, and he's just wearing it kind of like off the shoulders. He's like, I'm not like suspicious someone, at all. Like Someone obscuring his face. Yeah, like, and the, and, and he's and he's also. I need a bib. He also has his gun, not the yeah, automatic it. weapon that everyone yeah. else has. They're like, oh, that doesn't look regulation. Yeah, it's like a Winchester 1895 <laughs> lever. It's fucking beautiful, it's dude. The Winchester. Did you grow up with a lack of parental supervision? Do you know all the lyrics to The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Remember Mayor McCheese and the Fry Guys? Have an inexplicable love for the California Raisins? Can you remember Madonna's original face? Then you might be a part of the Doom Generation. Laugh until you cry with us each week as we stumble blindly through the memories of the movies and other random things that doomed us to be the salty, sarcastic, sardonic ladies you want to hang with. You know us. You love us. You can't f***ing live without us. Doom Generation. Available everywhere you find podcasts. But oh, no. yeah. yeah, exactly. So the Phantom talks about his plans and all that stuff, and of course, Monologuing. yeah, just doing his yes. villain monologue, and as villains do. Yep. And the the guy, the out of place guy, just starts shooting everybody else, and then it just becomes this big brawl. Uh, Dorian, of course, he's like a proper man with his sword. And Nemo also doesn't fight with guns. He uses his cool sword, but his fighting technique is cooler because he can do flips and shit and kick the yeah. shit out of everybody. And I was like, Nemo's awesome. He's I could watch awesome. him fight a lot. Well, Dorian's got to stick so far up his own ass. He can live forever yeah, anyway. He's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, what you don't find out about, like, you know that he hasn't aged in a while, but then he gets like yeah. shot up by a guy and the guy like, of course, he's falling and like rips off Dorian's shirt, <laughs> and you just see yeah. how the the bullets kind of absorb into him, or they like fall. And who yeah, like, are you? Like this, like the like the powder, like it's almost like dust falls out of him. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I'm like, I, I wonder at what point, like, because Mina's like, she's got the sloppy clam for this guy, right? She and like, him. like she she really does. And I'm like, dude, if this dude is that way, like with his blood, like he's got to be shooting baby powder. Oh, like it, there's no he's, fucking he's, way. There's no he's way not. he's getting. He's having children. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was. That's what that happens later. He's I know, like, but that's just what I thought of. I was like, there's no like, fucking way she doesn't think that. <laughs> he's like, here it comes. Here it comes. <sighs> it's just <laughs> air. 
Just a cloud of dust. <laughs> you're, you're gonna need to ho- you're gonna need to hose that out. Oh my down. goodness! Did I get any in my mouth? Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. There's there's a scene later that you see that, and it's like, oh, oh, okay, oh. Well, yeah, yeah, that was his O face, like O face. <laughs> but I, can I say oh. something? This, the, the action scene here is really good. No, it's really cool. It's very fun. Uh, it's really well choreographed. It's fun. Yes. That is one thing they get so good is all of the fighting it's really good every I, single scene you know with fighting it blows my good, mind except for one it blows my mind that a movie from 2003 can have really good cinematography when it comes to a fight scene but paul mm-hmm. ws anderson goes you know what i want to do in my resident evil movies i'm gonna cut seven fucking thousand times in between a fight scene so you have no idea what's happening and it's gonna get to the point where you're gonna be so nauseous that you're just gonna want to jump out a high window Oh, sorry. That was just me. Okay. We're not going to talk about that. No, you know there, my feelings on these films. There was a couple of cuts in this where I was like, wait a minute. We were just over here. Why aren't we over here now? And I was like, <sighs> yeah. I was like, okay, hang on. Hang on just a second. <laughs> All you got to do with this kind of movie, like we talked about, it's an action movie. At least make the action fun. That's it. Yeah. Like, just, and I thought this was, was good. this was good. It time. was. It, it, yeah. it goes between every character very smoothly it doesn't it doesn't like jump around and make it so you're like yeah you're com- kind of confused like what what the fuck is going on you know who's fighting who of course you got quartermain who's like chasing after or no i think it was this was the one when uh S- uh sawyer goes after the phantom because the phantom just books it out of there he's like i'm out quartermain was but quartermain got intercepted by the right. other dude and then yeah that's when sawyer takes over yeah there's still there's still um comic book cuts Yes. Yeah. 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 I like so how, you I like, still you still see it, but it's it's not so bad. The only one you don't actually see fight here is Mina, and then yeah. everyone's like, "It's a woman." She yeah, can't. She do doesn't show. She's just gone. She's just not in the <laughs> scene until the end. She just shows back up. But then, like Skinner is like he's just bludging a guy with a book. Like oh, yeah, he's, he's like the least apt out fighter yeah. out of he's everybody. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, he's a thief. Oh. He's not a fighter. Oh. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah, like, that great. must have been a you know a hefty book to yeah. knock dude out. Of course, uh, yeah, Mina just comes out of nowhere at the end of the fight, and of course, there's one more guy, and she jumps him, and then you find out she's a vampire. Because no he says something along. Is it this where he says something along the lines where she's hip deep in? Yeah, she's hip. She's hip deep in somebody's trouble and some yeah. trouble or and something. And she's like, "You leave my hips out of this. Or you, my hips are none of your business." Yeah, my hips are none yeah. of your business. Yeah. And I'm like, "Nah." Got the one line. A lot of one liners in this movie too. A lot of them. <laughs> yeah, and then you meet the 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 unknown guy who saves them. Sort of is uh, Tom Agent Sawyer. Tom Sawyer. Uh, Tom so Sawyer. supposedly there was supposed to be and there was an alternate. There was a a deleted scene, but it's I don't think it was actually even filmed where they were going to have Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer being agents together. And then I guess Huck Finn gets killed by the Phantom. And that's why Tom Sawyer is going after the Phantom. I just good. It makes sense. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. It would have been cool because they were always together. uh, Was it who Huck Finn was played by Jonathan Taylor Thomas, right? And, um, Adventures yep. of Huckman. So yeah, just bring Jonathan Taylor Thomason. He was probably he was probably old enough to he was probably the same age, roughly it? around the same age as, as Shane West. Tool time. I just I just don't know Sorry. why they hey, named a Don't make fun of Home Improvement. It's a great show. I love Home Improvement. <laughs> I just don't know why they name a character after that shitty Rush song. 
That's one of the greatest rush songs. Ever <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get that in there. So yeah, he's, no, I don't know if you like them, but I just, well, hopefully somebody in the comments is like, "Fuck you, dude!" It's is fucking awesome. So yeah, he works for the Secret Service. But as Brad said earlier, this character was literally just added because Americans were going to be like, not enough Americans in this movie. We need Americans. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. I mean, no, you don't. Studio was like, I don't know. People aren't going to go see it if there's no Americans in this movie. Yeah. I would have. Serious? Yeah. Because I am not uncultured swine. You know who they should have put in this movie instead of Sawyer? I know it would have correlated as much with uh, Quartermain because they're both, you know, gun wielders, you know. Fucking put. John Henry. Oh, I'm thinking John Henry's an American folk character. I'm thinking Davy Crockett. <laughs> yeah, you could have done him. He would have just had like a bear as an ally, or just nah, turned into a bear for some reason. Have Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah, a great piece of American fiction right there, Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> I would have almost right. said Billy the Kid, but that's what they made Tom Sawyer be. It's basically yes. Billy the Kid. Literally. Yeah. So, so many horrible. options. So many options. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, this is when Mina tells her story about how she became who she is. You know, her husband worked for Dracula and Dracula bit her, and here she is. Uh, then we get to see the coolest fucking submarine ever, the Nautilus. This thing is awesome. But also the fact is we see this thing go through Venice later, and you're like, how? How did this thing fit? <laughs> in That's what we said waterways? when you first showed up. I'm like... <laughs> Pretty sure it wouldn't I could fit just there. imagine but, the guy who's got to drive it later. Who's got to back out of there? He's like, he's just Austin Powers trying to back that car out of that hallway. <laughs> hey, they probably have backup cameras. Oh he's just like, god, it's great, but it's awesome. This this thing is sick. It is. It's the sword of the ocean, the Nautilus. I mean, it looked yes. like a sword too. It did. That's why I loved Aesthetic, it. Aesthetically, yes. it, was, it was neat. It was very unique. So Quartermain, we then see the a side mission where Quartermain and Sawyer are going after Mr. Hyde. And this is when you see Mr. Hyde kind of jumping through the rooftops of Paris. And uh, this is when I don't know if people if the if Norrington told Shane West to just say the most obvious things while he was running. Like he's just <laughs> saying things yes. to Quartermain that just yes. don't need to be said. Like, I'm going to follow you wherever you go. I'm right behind you. I'm, I'm just like, why are these? This is so stupid. Like, it's just, was it was it Norrington that said it, or was it Sean Connery? Being like, why don't you say this so people kind of know? It could, it could. Or hey, so I know. Hey, you, it could have been. <laughs> but I every time I heard, I was like, God, shut up, man. We know you're there. <laughs> Literally. And it's not even a couple times. It's like four or five times between like, like per scene. That he's with him. The whole conversation between both of those could have been cut and I'd been oh, yeah. fine. Absolutely. It would have been perfect. Yeah. Do you feel like there's another thing? Maybe it was just when I watched it. Or we, we watched it on Amazon. That's where we ended up watching this. Is There was some weird ADR moments yeah, in this movie. I, like, I, I noticed, noticed a lot more. Yeah. Yes. What about, did you as it's, well, Brad? I, I didn't. I watched it on Prime too, but. I was also watching it early in the morning when everyone was asleep, so I kind of had it down with subtitles on. So maybe I didn't that hear makes it as much. 
<laughs> just even th- I had to read my yeah. movie today. <laughs> yeah, no. But there's just a yeah. few scenes that, like I was like, that's that's obviously ADR. It's not it doesn't ruin the movie for him. Like ADR, you could tell the audio is just like in the scene, this just different. I grew up watching a lot of. Um, there were a couple that seemed like movies. it was dubbed over for sure. Yeah, like yeah. With yeah. that, because we always got to be PC now. Um, there was a lot of. Chinese movies that we watched and we're like you know because when you're you know six and seven growing up in the age that I grew up in you didn't know that they were speaking a different language and I'm like why is there why is their mouth moving at a different time but you I noticed that a lot more with certain movies and I'm like "Hmm." oh yeah I mean when you're a kid you know oh my my kid asked me that just last week they're like I don't (laughs) like that movie because their mouths don't go with the words I'm like it's a dubbed over movie. <laughs> They're not speaking. See, we learn we learn that as we get older. Like I didn't know about that mm-hmm. when I was that age. That so here sense. I am looking at this. <laughs> like I don't watch I don't watch dubbed movies anyways. I always watch subbed because like I I swear to God, it's just dubbed movies just infuriate me with how they the voices are so out of place for what the hell is happening in the movie. There they, was a certain time in your life where you didn't have that option. Oh, it's I know, true. I know. I've seen plenty of. I remember seeing the original Godzilla, the 1954 Godzilla as a kid, dubbed. Yeah, fifty six. And, and watched... Or fifty six. Sorry, and that's when, yeah. of course, you know, as you're when you're a kid, you're always making fun of. Like that was always a, a joke you would do. Like you'd always be Bruce like, Lee movies, moving your it. mouth, and then you would say words us. afterwards because that's how it was. Yeah. And we didn't know that that was a bad thing until you know you get older and you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, Say now, I make an exception for a few movies. There are movies I actually prefer to watch dubbed, even though I know the subtitled version is better because it's just how I grew up. What did we we just watch the other day? Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. Yeah, I watched Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla in theaters because our theater was closing down, and I'm affiliated with that company. So I was like, I want to watch this because I'm never going to get a chance to see it in theaters ever again. Wait, your theater's started, closing down? Yeah, uh, the, the actually closing. tomorrow. Well, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow that is the last sucks. day. Yeah, it's just. It's it's everything everybody knows about movie theaters. That's why they're going downhill. Yeah. Streaming services and COVID and low attendances. Blah 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 blah. Yep. blah. Custo- their customer base has been cut yep. a lot. But uh, like we were like watching it and like the Japanese version started playing when I started it. I was like, "Fuck this!" Like, go back, play the dub. He just, was already sitting down beside me. He's like, "Fuck this!" I was like, "This is." I was like, "It's a dub." I was like, "Nope, it's the sub version." I'll be right back. So I run upstairs to the projection booth, flip everything over. I love that. It's my favorite movie of all time, and I watch it dubbed because I love it. Yep. It's nostalgia. But anyway, and I get it. We watch, we've watched it both both ways. Oh, yeah. So they catch uh, Jekyll, or sorry, they catch Hyde. I love, Hyde. That, I love when you first see him. He has his cane and his top hat when he's running mm-hmm. across the, the rooftops. Well, and his top hat is like 20 sizes too big because they, they pick <laughs> it up. It is like, glued to is- his head. I'm like, like does his, his hat like, grew? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Well, well it's oh, always it's he always sprinkled that. a little on his head before he drank yeah. it. Well, it's always that thing where where you're confused because every time you see Mister Hyde, his clothes are ripped. I'm like, what? If he knows he's going to transform, why doesn't he just just get into just change pants? You know, get those stretchy pants. What, what did you think of the transformation? Oh, it was I mean, awesome. He speaking, have of, leggings. speaking of quick cuts, it was awesome. I, I love not, the cuts no. between because it's all practical. Yeah. 
which I, that's why I loved it so much. If it was like a weird CG morph, I think it would have looked terrible. But we get that later with the abomination eyed <laughs> creature. I like the transitional prosthetics. Yeah, like I the like the. Oh, there was the, the one face where his fucking mouth is like all the way to the, like his ear at one yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. I actually like the fact that it's practical. I really like the whole suit and everything. Like, I just I think it's because it's it's obviously at that time I'm surprised they even did that and just didn't CG the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Um. But the flesh in between the cuts, yeah, the cuts and the the speed up and slow down, mm-hmm. um, all between it, I it was great. Yeah, I like I like that. That was good. Um, it just makes. You were talking about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde movies. I'm just thinking of Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde. I think it was a Hammer movie. And I was like, hmm, it's different. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. My- well, he's, well, so, and I also like that, like, there's the scene when, I know we're going to get to this, but it's when he's in the freezer when he transforms. That's the first time you really see it, where he de-transforms. Where he's into, going back. Uh, Is it when he gets Yeah, Dr. Caught. Jekyll. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, he's steaming. Yes. Because I know it's cold in there, but like he's supposed to be so hot from it. And I yeah. just think it's just a nice little touch. It didn't need to add, but it was just cool. Well, I, my <laughs> first experience with Dr. Chekhov, Mr. Hyde, was from the 50s? 40s or 50s. 40s or 50s. Probably, yeah. But it was a cut between. It was like a uh, weird morph. It was like it shows a. shows the actor's face and it kind of like looks like a mask yeah. is being put on him. But it was a cut between scenes. Mm-hmm. Totally transformed back and forth between like what he's doing, but what people are seeing. Oh, and I cannot remember. I don't know. What if it's the old Universal one? A lot of people have done those movies. A, Could possibly be be that, but it was it was a cut, like a hard cut back and forth between, hmm. and it was like I don't know. I've never I've, seen one. I, I've really never watched a Jekyll and Hyde movie. I, think I, I can vividly think remember Russell Crowe plays him in the. Uh, 2017 the mummy <laughs> no don't watch it but it was a bit <laughs> <Don't watch> <laughs> and it could possibly be my brain playing tricks on you tricks on me like it was a Filling vivid gaps transformation scenes in those that. old universal monster movies are awesome just the way mm-hmm. that filmmaking was done back then where it's like the limitations <laughs> were insane yeah compared but to it now. was a hard hard cut between Listen. what we see yeah and what was actually what was happening 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 yeah okay i love how he just gets yoinked into the ship though he like falls the neck gets him and then just bye <laughs> just gets in the freezer with you tossed everywhere uh and i just love how everyone's like doing something in their rooms and they could hear him just getting pulled through the ship it was a great that was a big a big man like i was like dang he's not that big but okay yeah and then this, we meet the ship is huge and then yeah he uh he becomes uh, Dr. Jekyll again. This is when Sawyer uh, talks to Quartermain. And of course, he's like checking out Mina. And he's like, oh, she's out of your league. And then he tries to like flirt with her and he and she shoots him down. And I was like, yeah, crushes him. So then we get the whole scene about how they got to they got to study up on like how to stop the phantom. Um, this is when he he throws Skinner out of his room. Skinner's just in his room. Yeah. Being Skinner in the dark. Yeah. Like what? What's what? What the hell was that? (laughs) Because it doesn't (laughs) play into anything other than the fact that later on, Skinner is the bat. Like he's on the on the Phantom side, or that's what everyone thinks. Because he just kind of disappears. 
And, uh, you know, we get the Quartermain and Nemo chatting about, you know, about things, uh, about the plan. Uh, Nemo senses that something's up. This is when he's in the wheelhouse. He finds, like, the, the gunpowder on the floor. He's like, oh, this is a little suspicious. So Quartermain and Sawyer, they talk about why uh, Quartermain is there. Uh, he w- He talks about how he was on a mission before, and he was with his son-in-law, and his son-in-law died. And so he just... It's more of kind of like avenging his death type type thing. Quartermain didn't really want to be there because he yeah. was fighting with the director and yeah. wanted to leave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the director killed his son-in-law. And oh, I we're talking about that, Sean. We're talking about, oh, we're yeah. talking about Sean Connery. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we're not talking sorry. about Quartermain. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and he... He tries. He's got to teach Sawyer how to properly shoot because Sawyer is he's an American. He shoots like an American. I like how he has to mention that where he just shoots and he shoots a lot of ammo until he finally hits something. Yeah. Where Quarterman is he very pulls out patient. his revolvers. Yeah, he he's a very he, patient. He shoots until person. he gets this shot, dude. Yeah. This this that concept to me just blows my mind. Because you're an American. No, no, it is true. I am an American. <laughs> um, and you know it's. So the thing was, I think it was because this was in between, you know, before World War One, and even though our military was using the which cr- in this time it would have been yeah we would have been still using the Krag Jorgensen, which is a bolt action rifle, or or yeah we should have used the Krag at that point I think. But anyhow, like we were still using single shot rifles or bolt action rifles, mm-hmm. and I wonder if people are still thinking of lever guns and just being like because. In World War One, we had a bolt action rifle. World War Two, we had a semi-automatic rifle. And once we get the M16, everybody was freaking the fuck out because in the military, because like you can't give them that big of magazines; they'll just burn through ammo. This seems like way ahead of its time, but I don't know. I wasn't alive then. So, but yeah, he weird. teaches them how to be a patient, uh, how to be patient when he shoots. Uh, you don't have all the time in the world. You don't. You don't. <laughs> he have says it though. Whole, you don't. You don't have it. I really remish, wish I remember that Barry Pepper quote from Saving Private Ryan. I mean, at this time, he's already been um, James Bond. You don't have all the time in the world. Sounds like a James Bond movie. <laughs> you don't listen. Have all James the time Bond used his car <laughs> to kill people. Yeah. Like, did 007 in a retirement home. <laughs> Come on, Bond. Let's get going. <laughs> you have shots coming out of your walker. What is your walker? Sorry. You think he's got guns in his walker? He's yeah, like, he has guns oh, yeah. in his walker. Yeah, it's like uh, it's where, Listen, all twisted, where all the twisted, all the twisted metal drivers shot. go to retire. Yeah, and a little oil slick comes out of the handles in the back. Like um, <laughs> Dude used his hat as a weapon. He oh, did. that was odd job. He did. That was odd job. Yeah. Um, I mean, but this was before then. So Sawyer, of course, says something. That Quartermain doesn't like, so Quartermain just leaves him with his gun. <laughs> just walks. Away. I said, I said, because he brought up his his son-in-law. I said, Quartermain's allowed to talk about his son-in-law. You are not. Yeah, you don't know like, me. You bring that up. This is that's his... a sore subject. He's out. This is the second time you see Quartermain with that rifle. Not Quartermain. Sorry, Sawyer with that rifle, and he does not use the fucking peep sight on it right. <laughs> But carry on. He's okay. just like, I'm gonna tuck it under my, you know, armpit. We're gonna. Well, no, it's just the peep sight's up, but he's not looking down the peep sight. No. But anyway, he, he's gonna. 
put it under his armpit, though. So Quartermain, he's going back through, and he notices that Nemo is praying to, like, a statue of the god Kali, which is the goddess of death. And, of course, to be honest, I feel like this doesn't play in anything. This is like, oh, should we trust him if he's praying to praying to a god of death and, and then it's like oh is that gonna go anywhere no it doesn't no. it plays there's a throwaway line yep totally 100 so we it's then like, uh the answer's back again line yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> oh uh gray comes in to talk to mina of course she's a scientist so she's doing her science stuff and this is when you get the explanation from dorian about his painting and why he doesn't age so he has a painting of himself that ages instead of him. So every year it ages one year more, and he stays the same. And uh, Jekyll is just kind of out there like, what you say him? He's just, and, and he's not hiding very well, but clearly they don't <laughs> see him. He's just kind of in the doorway, but it's like half of him in the doorway. Just like, I don't, you don't see me. You don't see me. You and see me. they just start it's making out, Dorian and uh, Mina. You're like, oh, okay. He's like, he's like the Hulk. If he gets a boner, he just turns into the Hulk. No, oh, no, no, no. Like, no he's <laughs> gotta, he's the, see, unlike the Hulk, where he get where Bruce Banner can just like he gets mad and then turns into the Hulk, mm-hmm. he has to drink that elixir stuff to become high. But she, it is a turn on for vampires to drink blood. Yes, because so he, he accidentally cuts a, her and stuff like that. So she's a. That's all she thinks about is what is going to happen when she drinks blood. Yep. And he knows that. Oh yeah, he's playing. He's playing. Do you realize if, if they made a modern day, if they made a modern day Jekyll and Hyde, it would just be like the beta who turns into a Chad. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Oh lord. <laughs> You're not. So this is when you kind of get the uh any moment that Jekyll sees a reflection of himself, it's always Hyde and Hyde is like taunting him to turn pretty much like let him you know let him out let me out i like that because you can hear him talking but you can't see him until he hits the reflection yeah so you hear him talking and you think he's talking to himself but he's not well he is he is but he isn't (laughs) it's almost like a um schizophrenic yeah Yeah. but it's it's so he's talking to him himself but it's not himself. Yeah. And I like how the fact that he's doing this and then Nemo catches him and he's just like, you all right there? He's like, yeah. He's like, after, after he's getting choked. Yeah. Choked by him. Yeah. Like yeah, fucking magic himself. mirror powers. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And Nemo's a little skeptical. He's like, yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on you type deal. So they're in Venice and there's a carnival happening because every time they go somewhere where they're chasing the phantom. There's always some sort of festival or carnival happening and they need to locate the bombs without, you know, alerting everybody. But unfortunately the bombs go off as soon as they get there. They try. And this is when uh, Sawyer and Quartermain, they hop in the car and I think, or I think they all hop in the car and then slowly, one by one, everyone just leaves to go do their thing. Like, Mina hops out. She turns into fucking bats and starts attacking okay. people. Yeah, it's, it's Sawyer, Quartermain, uh, Dorian. and Yeah, Dorian just hops out, does this weird sword fighting. Everybody that hops out of this car. Doesn't roll? Just lands on two feet? Exactly. Like, hey! Yeah. 
I'm like, how the hell did they just land on their two feet yeah. without rolling? Like, like, bro, your ankles are broken. <laughs> Especially Quarterman. I can see Gray. He broke a hip. There's I said no that in my notes. I'm like, how did he just land on his feet? Quarterman just breaks thing the hip. Like, oh, no. He's like, I'm fine. Africa I'll walk won't, it off. Africa won't let my hips yeah. die. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this entire this entire sequence is all miniature work, which is fucking awesome. Uh, yes. Anytime they show the car from like a farther distance, it's it's like an RC car. So I can cool. see the only per, only two people that could get out of that without hurting themselves is Probably the first two out of the car. Dorian. And Mina. Yeah. Well, Mina just kind of turns into bats. Like, I don't even think yeah. she like jumps. Well. She, she just kind of flies up. Yeah. She just kind of. Yeah. Dorian, he does this thing where he's got the one hand behind the back and just a sword fight. But you literally see his feet just. Like, perfect. Like, yeah, like you said, just like perfect. Boop. Like, in, like they slowed down to two mile an hour from the jump out yeah. and then back up to speed. So, yeah. Quartermain hops out. And then, of course, uh, Sawyer crashes the car into the building and then has to get the fuck out of there. I don't know how he survived the crash, but he gets out of there because that's the building that Nemo has to blow up because he has to like shoot a flare to blow up this building to prevent any more and he bombs just happens, going off. He just happens to have ICBMs in this fucking ship too, because yeah. why not? Oh yeah, this ship is <laughs> so equipped. Unbelievable. He's got all the things. So Dorian comes back and you find Just, out. Yeah. So the whole, this whole, like I stated earlier, the whole time they think Skinner is the spy, but then you find out it's it's Dorian bum, bum, because bum. Yeah, Dorian shoots Ish, Ishmael and uh, then just ninety six, yeah, just yep. leaves. But this whole time they think it's Skinner. And you also find out that M is the Phantom. Whoa! Whoa. Uh. <laughs> Rips off his he prosthetics. Off his he doesn't need to actually have on, but I mean, um, he dude is a big guy. Phantom is a big guy. M is n- not as big as the Phantom. I mean, oh yeah, well, like it's a lot was, of work. Like for toilet him. paper in there, like you know, yeah. I've seen women like what? pad their boobs with toilet paper. Like, is he padding this whole body? It's all pillows. <laughs> And the work that he goes in to make his eye water and like and all be all like wide open and like it just seems like a lot to do just to hide yourself. Some master craftsman making this mask. (laughs) Yeah, make sure you put that saline under your eye to make sure it looks goopy and gross. (laughs) Sounds like larping with a lot of like pokes himself in the eye. Like Uh, this is a good way to do it. So yeah, so. Gray steals one of the like pods that comes out of the side of the Nautilus and just pieces out I very mean, slowly. Yes, just, just drops it around first. He would go in circles. <laughs> fucking, he would literally go in like, circles. <laughs> watching him. He's like, "Can you guys help me back up? They haven't invented backup cameras. Yeah. I don't want to turn it around." Okay, now we can go. <laughs> okay, we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not catching You're me now. This way. Don't worry. Okay. I got sonar on this thing so we can track. <laughs> yes. The coolest I map, mean, though, the, the tracker yeah. thing where it's like the, the movable map and stuff. It's really cool. It's pretty um, cool. He would have gone in circles, though. Like the whole. How do you drive this thing? It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I know how Sawyer knows how to drive the car. He's American. It's a car. I, yeah. 
I'm surprised oh, wait, they, they didn't, didn't kick have automobiles at that time. Fucking right. people. They didn't have You're automobiles, right. have like automobiles. That? It, He's a quick but Americans learner. just know. Yeah, he's just a quick learner. Yeah, yeah he he's been on a boat. He's he like, I got this. And um, did you I'm... notice that there's three pedals at the bottom? Oh, Lord. So w- w- if you think about it, it should be gas, a clutch, a gas, and a brake. Right. Exactly. When he goes to go, he just hits the gas. The other pedals just sit there. He's like, oh, there's a third pedal I have to press every time. Yeah, you, you just you see him driving, the- trying to drive the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What's happening? I don't know how to drive oh, this no. automobile. It's like, what does this pedal do? It's like, well, that's the velocitator. And that one next to it's your decelerator. Oh, decelerator. That back there, that's the flux capacitor. You can yeah, go back absolutely. in time. Or to what's, power, what's powering this? Just a really small guy, like, shoveling coal into a fucking oven. Like, <laughs> I spoke ahead. (laughs) Oh God! Oh no! Where did that Uh, come from? I don't know. Uh, What's what's it? Oh, um, Star Trek. What? What's his name? Oh, Scotty. No, I'm firing torpedoes. Oh, uh, Mr. Chekhov. Yes, Mr. Chekhov. Mr. Chekhov just drives for him. Yeah. So M and Gray, they send like a record that says everything that's going on. I'm like, why do villains tell the people that's trying to stop them what they plan on doing every time? They at just least like, they pointed out. We're going to go here, yeah. we're going to go here, and we're going to do this and this and this. And you're like, ha ha, I got little pieces of all of you yeah. now in a little case. Yeah. At least, at least they literally just say like, I'm only telling you this because you're going to fucking die. Yeah. Yeah, and it shows the fact that Dorian has been going around like taking DNA from everybody in the group, taking little little things. We got we got a little jar. We got blood. We got maps. Yep. We got the, all the blueprints now, mm-hmm. but they're small. Yep, put them in this little thing. So I want to know how you got all those printed up so quickly, right? That was nice. This little like that perfect little like rectangular yeah. container. I mean, just fits all they in. have three D printers this, at this time, right? You know, this that's a <laughs> thing, right? Nemo has one in the back. Yeah, I, yeah I mean, he has all the, <laughs> the fucking jet you know, How in the hell? <laughs> he has all this future technology. Why not? Yeah. What do you want for food? Well, I got a microwave in the back. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? That is that, that that microwave would actually give you cancer. <laughs> oh, it's just a fusion reactor sitting <laughs> like you just put your bowl of soup underneath. The heat will heat it up. <laughs> Listen, if the Nautilus doesn't give you cancer. You're good with a microwave. All right. Um, <laughs> so bombs go off on the ship. They blow up the ship. Starts starts sinking. Jekyll gets like they go high off to, because of the high pitch. Right. Yes. They're like because they're trying to get also trying to get high to. It's in the undertone of this record that's playing. Yep. Because he's like, turn it off, and you're like, you you know something's going on with him. This is, the a, whole this is a Loki scene. move from the Avengers. Yeah. Dude, dude, everything on the fucking Nautilus. I was like, is this the helicarrier? What's going on? Don't trust this person. They're but, fucking, what's wrong with yeah. this person? Who's grabbing the scepter? Shut the fuck up, He's... Mark Ruffalo. You're going to kill us all. <laughs> like, that's what it felt like. I'm surprised. Like I'm going to activate the fucking hide with sound waves and you're all going to die. But he's trying. He's trying to get them. He's like, please turn it off. Yeah. And you're like, but it's not working. He's he's trying so hard, losers, dude. and you can see it. You 
from somebody that's watching it, I can see it in his eyes. Like, here I have, I've not seen this movie for 100 years, 4,000 years, almost 20 <laughs> years now. Like, I remember seeing it the first time it came out. Yeah. Or thinking I, you know, my brain plays tricks on me. But here I am, like, he's trying to tell you guys something. You probably should listen. And they're like, no. So here I am. I'm like, please listen to him. Well, I'm like, I'm having the same problems he is. Like, I know he's having <laughs> issues listening to this. Yeah. I'm having yeah, issues. Because Dr. Jekyll, you just like, my ears are just bothering me. And like, it yeah. doesn't, like, it's bothering him a little bit, but it's like clearly. It really doesn't matter though, because all it does is it, he, Hyde persuades him to transform and then he ends up just saving the ship. But he even, opens up the, the hatchway that releases all the water and then. And now Hyde is part of the Which team. Which everybody is gonna like, like hoorah later. So, <laughs> well, I mean, and then no, I will put I'm their like, hands in. Yeah, I'm like high pitch. Like I don't like this high pitch. Whatever I'm hearing. Right, to be honest, I feel like we're looking way too far into this. Because to be honest, <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand right. it because the fact that Hyde literally saves the ship. So it's not the Hulk moment where the Hulk fucking destroys a bunch of shit and then just gets shot off to the fucking earth. <laughs> like, Dude, it's literally like, I, I felt like it was that moment, though, but 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 it doesn't go anywhere. It, it Hyde ends up being the hero. They would know. all have broken legs. Yeah. Just saying. Probably. The people that are hanging on. Oh, yeah. Like, you can oh, see them. The water's going like, down. Like, shit, that's a far fall. Shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> They've all got broken legs. But so, no, like me, me physically hearing this high pitch, like, I don't know if anybody else can hear this high pitch. I mean, I heard it in the movie. Like you, you probably could hear it in the, in the yeah, movie. It's supposed to be for just dogs, right? Probably like the dog whistle thing. That's what it's supposed to be. He says, it's like, it's so, it's so, it's a high pitch so only dogs are supposed to be able to hear. Yeah. And there, there are certain <laughs> things that I can hear but you know. that he can't. Angela's super sure. everybody. I have, I have great <laughs> metal. And I have great hearing. Almost too good. And I hate it. No, I hate it. It's suspicious. There's certain <laughs> things that I smell, and I'm like, do you smell that? And he's like, no. As I'm smoking like, coke. Like, I can't smell anything right now. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. Carry on. Oh, no. I'm sorry. So they venture to... Uh, pregnant woman uh, hearing and smelling. Just saying. Wait, pregnant women get good hearing, too? What? I don't... I don't... Ask your wife. Well, they when, channel the power. The... Once the kids show up, their hearing gets better. Well, that's two humans, so they just they function together. He's hanging off the banister again. <laughs> Parker's like, Shut "We're up. not even at home." <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. There. I don't know. Uh, so sorry, they go. Brad. Do they go to Siberia? Is this where they're at? Because I missed like it. Was there a card that said where they were? I don't. Yeah, I don't like, know. somewhere in China. No, it's it's Mongolia in the snow. Okay. Well, the only reason I thought it was Siberia is because the, he comes face to face with a Siberian tiger. The tiger, you know. yes. But I don't know the range. Maybe the Mongol. Did it? Too. Did it feel like there was an a lot of snow falling from the ground? Like, oh my god, yeah. So I mean, much. the submarine pops up in the middle of the frozen lake. Frozen something. Oh, it's definitely the ocean. So it's. That'd be cold as fuck for that water freeze. Yeah, still happens. No, I'm just saying. Nemo's wearing <laughs> his blue at that point. Everyone yes. else has jackets. The next scene, he's in white. Yeah, I missed that. 
and they all end up with um um shoot what is it star wars um, the red jackets no the white jackets everybody's in white with um, their fur oh on uh on yeah um, uh, Hoth. Hoth, Hoth, yeah, yes. yeah, Hoth. God, damn. Everybody is in their Hoth wear. Yep. <laughs> Hoth wear. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Pat in that one. Uh, but they find M's compound. It's just there. <laughs> just, they go over a ridge and they're like, out. oh shit, look at that. <laughs> they're, they're all like, ooh, okay. Well, the only reason they find it out is because what's his name stowed away? The, the, the man that turns invisible. Yes. Yes. I love, I love what he's it. like. He's like, I'm not wearing anything. He's like, I'm not. I can't feel in, any in of my extremities. Any, any of them. Any of them. He grabs some mean like, cheek while he's at it. He's like, oh, yeah. He like beep, beep, pinches her. Yeah. And, home, um, and Mina's all like, please don't touch me. Like, Even oh. though she could wreck his shit. She yeah. could see him. Oh, yeah. She could wreck his shit. So, yeah, we get the. the we- it was kind of a really jarring scene, too, where he comes face to face with the tiger because it just looks so bad. Like it looks so green screened, and it's just like, oh lord, <laughs> this uh, tiger's in a zoo. Yeah, try to cover mm. it with a lot of snow. <laughs> yeah, and there was definitely not an actual white tiger. They just kind of they took an actual tiger, and just like, all right, this is your job, there, Brian. You're looking at color like, that okay. tiger white. There are white <laughs> Siberian tigers out there, but this one definitely wasn't real. Uh, I mean, it was a real tiger, just not white. Um, not where you are. So Skinner tells the, the crew about the compound that he's been hiding away with M and his crew. Of course, he's invisible, so they never found out he was with them. Um, and they're like, hey, sorry, we thought you were the spy, but you didn't know we thought you were the spy, but we're, we're sorry anyways. Oh, he even says that. He's like, I knew you guys would not believe me. Like, you'd yeah. think I was the spy. He's like, I'm fucking bolted. I <laughs> it's mean, like, I'm that not an would idiot. be the first one that I would oh, yeah. come toward because you... Nobody can see you, and you could turn invisible at any point. Yeah. He was butt ass naked in fucking Quartermain's office, probably rubbing one out when he walked in there. He's like, "Get the fuck out of here, dude!" I mean, That's why he, he kicked shows- him out. He's like, "You got the good stuff, man." <laughs> when he shows up with the book in the first scene, you're like, oh, "He was probably rubbing his junk up against you." I know, dude. How many times he just like clip people with it? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Did you just touch me? Like just because no, he's, he's invisible doesn't mean you don't know if my dick just slapped you in the leg. <laughs> I know, dude. Don't um, touch me. So, Please tell me it's your hand. So <laughs> he tells him that there's an elixir that's being made that M is going to use to m- create an army to try to take over the world. He's going to try to start a war, benefit from this elixir and the weapons that he's making, and be the richest man in the world. Because the bad guy always has to give yes. everything away. Mm-hmm. And so the crew I mean, breaks into the compound. Everybody to know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, they break in. You get uh, Sawyer and Quarterman. They go off together. And of course, you get more of Sawyer just saying, things, I'm going to follow you. I'm right behind you. Oh, I'm just like, shut up. My God. Show us. <laughs> don't tell, please. <laughs> This is not a show and tell kindergarten moment. No, of course, we, they, we, yeah, they all they all meet up though, and this is when you get the hoorah moment where everybody puts their hands in, except for Sawyer, because <laughs> Sawyer's not a team player. And then and I love how Hyde just looks at him baby. like, "Fuck you, man! Put your fucking hand yeah. in." He's like, "I don't American. want to." And then they're like, "Sawyer, Sawyer just puts fucking sunglasses on. Like, Those <laughs> don't exist yet. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Go to mom's show." <laughs> so. Skinner sets up explosives around the compound. Uh, Mina 
or Nemo frees prisoners, and Quartermain and Sawyer go after M. So they go to his office. He's in there getting a shave or a haircut or whatever he was doing. And uh, all this guy knows how to do is just run. He just run. Every time he gets caught, he's just like, well, time to run. <laughs> he fights sometimes, but he's more of just a, I'm going to get out of here type of dude. He just like leaves his his face mask on the de- on his, you know, table where everybody yeah. can see like like we don't know what you're doing it's an idiot i just like how nemo's idiot. got a big just a group of his guys that come with him like hey free these guys <laughs> oh hey you're all gonna probably die because they run into this room and that's when everybody's the the guys with the automatic weapons start shooting down on him killing a bunch of his men and then there's like the iron man guy with the flamethrower just yeah. coming out of nowhere dude and that's when you get crazy Sawyer- guy yeah you know, Sawyer shoots him in the face or or wherever he's shooting him up and down. Like, do you not know what metal is at this point? Apparently he doesn't. Oh. Well, even when they're they're shooting a lot of the bad guys, you notice the squibs yeah. make sparks in the chest, but then the guys go down like they're dead. I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah. that didn't really work. You didn't yeah. have any other place to put your not how that goes but okay <laughs> um I, I mean just shoot them where you think they're gonna get hit not like you have to know at this point what metal is yeah, yeah. shoot them in the leg they can't be metal everywhere they can't be metal everywhere no. and he's got this big old yeah but the funniest, shoot him right in the ass. But the funniest yes. thing is after they fight all these guys is when you see crazy man who comes out with his eyes like this he's just like <laughs> he's literally the human form of the tasmanian devil He's fucking all he didn't do is just spin around. He's like, and I'm just like, what the to be fuck a big flask right there. But he did. Yeah, he big, did the turn biggest, around. The biggest fucking thing. <laughs> He's just, just fucking gulping that shit. And fucking high just like, not the whole thing. <laughs> it, just, it just says Acme on the side of the flask. No, it just, just has drink. an X on it. <laughs> yes, yeah. Because <laughs> he landed on his back and then he like does this, a whole 360. This like, formula was how the Powerpuff Girls were born. <laughs> well, I was expecting it to be like, a, like a, the Big Trouble in Little China when the guy gets really mad just seeing him like blow oh, up. Blow up. <laughs> Awesome. No, I mean, you don't. Instead, see that, we get yeah. the abomination showing up. Oh, with one and really it's, big arm. Okay, the cock ripper. It's, that's, you that's, listen, people. Bam. People say <laughs> that the Rock as the Scorpion King at the end of the Mummy Returns <laughs> is, is is bad CGI. This Hulk thing is. Oh, this Hulk ooh. thing was better than that. Oh, it is. You think so? Oh, yeah, that Scorpion oh, King is, yeah. is awful. Go watch it back Awful. to back. Like I can remember this thing. Like yeah, this is. I just not watched good, it. Returns it today. It's. I love it. <laughs> I don't. I mean, yes, that scene. It, that look is not good, but I love that movie so much. Um, it doesn't look good in this movie either. The Hulk thing. It doesn't like a movie, just, but there's certain parts where yeah. you're just like. Mm. But of course, they give him the same crazy face where he's just his eyes are like this. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking. Just put fighting. some googly eyes on him, and you got it. But see, isn't isn't the potion supposed to like bring out the opposite in you, or like bring out the bad in you? But he's already a bad guy. I know it just it just turns him into right. a really nice. Hello, well, nice to meet you. It would have been. I don't think it'd been fun if he was just skipping around going tra la la, <laughs> handing out flowers. And it would have been funny. He could have just beat his ass. And Hyde just literally just slap back, just backhands him. But he's also like, like that was my thing. thing. Like he knows what could happen. 
if he drinks the whole thing. Yeah. And the whole scene where he's just like, I know, and like he's like he doesn't even drink half of it. Over half it ends up on the floor or his face. I'm like, are you gonna inhale it? <laughs> do you, or do you see what he gets towards the end though? It just kind of goes. He just kind of like does oh, this. He, does like, this. Is this he covers sh- his face like he's showering. <laughs> and he, you know, after shooting that day, he went. He went and told his wife. He's like, "Oh my god, you got to see my scene. I went for it, and it was amazing." He's like, "I'm so proud of you, honey." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Back. Good, like job. Good job. Good job. And then they like, see it in the theater, good. and they're just like, "I'm so proud of you." Yes, we made it. <laughs> and you can tell he's fucking. He's like, "Dude, yes." And she just looks yeah. over him. She's like, "What the." Fuck? What the fuck I'm <laughs> every day with you. Yeah, just kidding. Absolutely. Just that's kidding. Exactly. So I know. <laughs> so yeah, I, and I love when like Nemo just comes in and does this really fast like sword fighting with the the creature, and then the creature just like backhands him against the wall. I was pissed. Yeah. I wish you just yeah. like turned into like a pile of like sliced meat. Uh, yeah, and like, he pretty like, much oh. yeah, and hides literally like yeah, it's gonna wear off at some point. Like it's not gonna last forever. <laughs> And but he's also knocked hide across the room twice mm-hmm. and hides like Nemo Nemo That's like, all he what does the hell Nemo, do you like, think you uh, do He's just going to watch him like Yeah you're good Yeah we also find out M is Moriarty who is like one of the like big villains in the Sherlock Holmes stories yeah, it's, it's like, like a twist on a twist. Like, like oh, he's a phantom. Now it's M. Now it's oh, it's Moriarty. <gasps> yeah, yeah. No. I and like how like, he doesn't even admit that's who he is, though, because he says, "Oh, you're Moriarty," and he's like, "What? That guy? Like yeah. that really smart guy? Like, nah, that's not yeah. me." And then it like never clarifies like, that's uh-huh. actually who he is. Uh-huh. Oh, so Sherlock Holmes is too busy getting high, uh, literally, to be in the fucking. That's movie. what Sherlock Holmes did. Yeah, he chased the dragon. We get the meet him up. and um, him and um, Jack the Ripper. They were buddies. They were buddy buddies. Uh, well, they we had do to... we, we do get a Jack the Ripper uh, mention in this where they show up to, I think Dorian Gray's house, and it's like, oh, who's in there, Jack the Ripper? So yeah, so Moriarty he escapes with the goods. He runs away. Uh, we get the Mina. Yeah, just the- he did <laughs> what he needed to do. He needed like that laugh to like stop the door and look back and like, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I wish he had a little mustache and twirl. Like I, they probably CG'd that out. That's probably why. <laughs> we get the Mina and Gray fight, and Gray. You think Gray wins? He stabs her, and you think she dies on the bed. And I like their fight. Yep, because. Neither one can die because yep. they're like we could be at this all day. Sawyer ends up fighting another invisible man. Doesn't not wearing his bowler hat. No, no. And also, and the flamethrower, and the flamethrower guy from before just shows up again and is doing his thing. And fuck being this guy, I would not want to be this guy. Be like, hey, all right, so you guys get to volunteer. You have to be some part of this military. But you, and we'll we'll give you a choice. Why I, you're not picking? Unless he was the low man on the totem pole, you're not picking the flamethrower guy because it was fuck rock that paper suit. scissors. That no. suit sucked. <laughs> he lost. Oh, that is Best awful. He couldn't bend his le- he couldn't bend his knees. He's literally stiffened like the whole time. I'm like I'm surprised he was able to aim the flamethrower in any his direction. Eyes. He's sweating his like crazy. Oh yeah, he's, he's just dying like- of heat exhaustion. <laughs> 
it's just, just it, 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 I get what they're going for. It's super impractical. Yeah. It 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 is. But if I picked anybody, I would want to be flamethrower guy. Well, you'll like, be flamethrower guy. But if you like, but if you step listen, wrong, you're you can turtle. light everything yeah. on fire. They don't have to know. They don't have to know this. But look out! Look at we're both clumsy people. You're gonna miss a stair wrong, fall over, or or a hole in the ground, and you're fucking turtled, and you're done. <laughs> I'm like you're out. No, like they don't picking you up. I am going to trip over my own feet and be on the ground. That is me. Like, bye. I've done it. Hey Chuck, did you just done roll it. me over, <laughs> please? No, no, not down the hill. <laughs> so Skinner saves him, and he gets severely burned. I do like the shot though, when he's on fire, but he's still invisible, and he's just running away. It's such a funny. It made me laugh. It was oh, that's good. It's like, oh, where, where yeah. are you going? Yeah, <laughs> bye. Wait a minute. Are you fucking coward just because you're on fire a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we get more fighting between Hyde and the Mega Hyde. We get Mina waking up and killing Dorian in the. You thought the the Mega Hyde CGI was oh, was this was is rough. on the verge of not good. This. this oh is the boy! So this is when Mina wakes up. She stabs dorian into the wall and he can't get out and she finds his painting and the painting of course yeah and and she unwraps it and you see the painting first and it's just a skeleton pretty much with hair and it shows it to dorian and you hear before of the fact that like if he looks at the picture he loses all his powers so pretty much what it does is it brings the youth back to the painting and kills him and the transformation is not good it's not good. It's terrible. Uh, they did terrible. a better, I can they did a better job. The bet the the one I'm going to compare it to that was awesome was in Last Crusade with the the villain of that movie transforming like when he thinks that, the that was all Grail practically done though. But this is all CG. So come on, we could have done that. It would have looked awesome to get that it, like it practical breakdown. They could have. It was just. I think it was more weird because it. it was just like. Ah! His like tongue sticking out and shit, and his face is like uh, Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't. It I wasn't the worst thing I've ever it. seen, but it was also just like, whoa, no. okay. <coughs> it was I, still. It was still pretty cool though. I I just hated I like that it. character, so I was glad he died. He was, I like boring. So boring. I like that. He was boring, but I do. I do like his death. I like the sc- I like the scuttling ticks in ticks better than I do his death. Uh, yeah, we're not talking about that movie right now. So the flying. Tick. Quartermain fights M, and no, Matilda breaks. They're like, no, not the gun, oh, no. not the cool gun. No, no. Lever no, action that... breaks. Yeah. Oh, I thought the, the lever I thought, I thought his gun breaks. No, because no, Tom action. Tom's gonna use it here what? soon. That's right, he does. The lever action no. should not have broken with Cross this. That, no. Unless... no, fuck Scratch no, that, that gun will not have broke like that. that. Unless um, it was hit with something. That son of a bitch had to be run over with something heavy. You wouldn't like hit him with something, just poof, snap it now. No. Not a broken. That's though. why I thought it was his gun because his gun was like made out of like just wood. So his his lever action was <laughs> a lot longer than well, this no, well, one. Well, no, his lever action is just lever action rifles are carbines. I was gonna much. say the gun he had the, was a Matilda rifle. is long because Matilda, Matilda gets knocked away. He blo- he gets knocked away. He, he, no, he blocks it, it breaks, he goes to get Matilda out, and that gets knocked away because that's yeah. what uh yeah, whatever. But Matilda is Grabs. a lot longer than a regular yeah, rifle. Matilda, oh, no, is, just, Matilda yeah. is the longest gun I've ever seen. Like, it's for it's, a man to hold. Yeah, it's it's just a double barrel rifle. 
So it's a lot crazy. longer than any rifle I've ever had. But that's for hunting. It's not designed for. Well, you got to okay. You got to think the eight the eighteen ninety eight Mauser is long as fuck, and they're like, we need to make a short one for World War One. So they made the carbine model, and they're like, that's too long. We need to make a shorter one for World War Two, and they made the carbine of the fucking carbine. So like, it's like, is that how you yeah. actually say it? Carbine. Carbine. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was carbine. Yeah, it's whatever. Eh, tomato, tomato. I don't judge. I mean, I do, but I just it, don't say nothing about it. <laughs> it's a however you want to say fine. it. It's fine. It's a, however you want to say it. It's a not wrong. So the bombs go off, and this is when the big beast dies. It's like they get trapped in a room. Jekyll is back, and he's trying to reach him, but the bombs go off, and a bunch of debris lands on top of him. He's got the crazy big, eyes and the he's yeah. got the big ice, the big the like icicle, icicle and yeah. he's like. It, but that's not him. the first time you've seen no. the icicle. Like, okay, is he gonna like get hit in the head with it? Like, no, and, he's gonna grab it. Yeah, they they escape as the compound blows up. Um, M stabs Quartermain in the back and just glides away like fucking like Batman. No joke, stabs Quartermain. Runs out of the crack of the wall and just glides down. Yep. <laughs> just <laughs> you'll never catch me. You need another you? laugh. Oh, so good. It's Batman. You, yeah, you should. We've say already we we already established that somebody in this movie was Batman. What what, what was what are you? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's he's some relation. Moriarty has to be some relation to the Waynes. Has to be. That was for the sequel that never got made. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Batman was going to come in and help him defeat zombie yeah. at Quartermain. <laughs> so I don't is... use guns. <laughs> I need to write down some of the stuff that we say because we there was a lot of comments that were made well before this that I was like, hmm, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So this is when it's like Sawyer gets to prove himself that he knows how to properly shoot and he ends up well, killing... Quartermain pulls out his glasses and like, oh crap, they're broken. Yep. Sawyer, you got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah. And he's dying. Uh, yeah. But, but he's when not they were that shooting obvious. before, from the the knife into the shoulder blade, that's when I feel yeah. like he got stabbed. Yeah. But okay. Did, did he like? Or he told M like, "Can you just stab me a little to the left because I want to die? Fuck this. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Uh, and he makes the shot, kills Moriarty. And all of the vials and like that box that had all the stuff in it, it falls into the into the ocean. And then Quartermain dies. You're like, oh, man. Listen, that was a little, little bit dramatic. He was like, <laughs> it was great. I loved it. It's just like, uh, <laughs> bury me exactly. with my money. Nothing. Oh. Is, nothing is as bad as uh, like, what's what? it, the. Oh man, the villain from Dark Knight Rises in the truck at the end of the movie. Um, He's like... The... What's... Fuck. Oh, yes. uh, uh, yeah. Talia al Ghul. Ghul. Yeah, she literally is oh, just yeah. like... She's just like this, and then she just goes... <laughs> <laughs> it's so dramatic. <laughs> Why is... <laughs> His whole facial thing between him being up close and him far away is so different. Like he just looks at peace when he's far away, but then yeah. you see him up close and he's just like, Oh, Hi. see ya. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, uh, 
It's like they did a countdown. He's like, well, I missed that. Let's do it again. I got stabbed in my one weak spot. Where at my right shoulder blade? <laughs> but that was probably the first take, and he's probably like, let's do it again. And Norrington was like, nope, that's all you get. <laughs> yeah. I'm that done was with it. You. That was the last straw. <laughs> Fuck you, Connery. <laughs> I'm gonna make your death look like shit in this movie. Yeah. This is gonna be my Stay last back. movie. Fuck you. <laughs> it's gonna be my last movie. It's gonna be your oh, last movie too. So yeah, Quarterman gets buried in Africa, right next to you. Now find out is his son-in-law, which is weird because it's it says Quartermain on the grave, but if he was his son-in-law, he wouldn't technically be named Quarter. I don't know. Um, maybe he was adopted. He took him. Took him in. Could have been. Yeah, adopted yeah. him. Sure. You're not 18 yet. I'm gonna. Yeah, and of you. course, uh, everybody you know says their says their goodbyes. Daddy. And uh, Skinner doesn't die though. Was he there? No, you figured. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah he, he yeah, was there, there at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you get that really sad scene where uh, Sawyer finds him as he's all charred up, and you think he he dies, but he yeah he doesn't die. Um. But yeah, you see the it zooms in on like a witch doctor performance shit, and then you see the ground start to vibrate, and and then the guns on top, and yeah, and you it, it's setting up for a sequel. But bless the rains down. No, 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 no. It's uh, Black Hole Sun. Yep. Well, yeah, because it does that thing with the sky. Yeah, it's Black Hole Sun. Yep. And. uh yeah, that's it. That is the end of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> Insane. Oh. Yeah. Quartermain comes back as a zombie, but he doesn't use guns anymore. He uses the souls of the animals he's hunted and killed. There you go. So he's like evil Craven the Hunter. Even more evil. Yeah. <laughs> zombie Craven. Anyway, go ahead. So before we we don't have any comments uh on this episode. So <laughs> nobody wanted to talk about this part. That makes me Wait, sad. I have- Buddy. Um, okay, well, before we get to that, since Angela yelled at me last week during the episode, let's talk <laughs> about what we thought of this movie. Yeah, uh, dear. After, yeah. So oh, in the beginning, we right. did our, our experience with the movie. Now let's, after going through yeah. the plot and everything, let's just talk, let's do a little summary of our thoughts on this movie before <laughs> we get to the you end. You too, not you. You did it this week. Well, Brad's going to start. <laughs> because that's what happens last week. <laughs> Go ahead, Brad. I mean, I, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed this movie when I first saw it. I enjoyed this movie on, you know, a subsequent rewatch. I've watched it many times before, but this is just a fun movie. It's one of those, for me, I would watch this as a double feature with The Shadow because I like that movie just as much. Just a fun, old school adventure ride. Just turn your brain off. Have fun. Hey, we all know there's certain movies that I like that you two didn't like. Turn your brain off while you watch it. Is that your answer? Is that your final answer? No, I love this movie. Oh, okay. I loved it then, <laughs> loved it now. Like, I only yelled at him because it was a what's your experience with this movie? And they decided that they wanted to say how they liked it. No, that's you, can't you, see you, did not, you did not. That's not what you yelled at me for last week. Okay, you yelled at me because I said the comments from Twitter before I talked about what we thought of it. Listen, which, which you said that's not how it goes. It's not how it goes. <laughs> Fuck Twitter. Anyway, no, just yeah, we, you, you mean don't like X. Twitter anymore. X. Oh, mm-hmm. man. 
All right. Going to give it to you. Anyhow, uh, do you have anything else to add? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm cutting you off. No, I just, there, there, I have one comment on right, my... Okay. We have something. I like this movie. I enjoy it. It's a fun ride. Dude, we were watching the movie and it was during the Venice car driving scene. Yep. And Victor walked in. He's like, are you guys watching League of, Ex League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I was like, yeah. He's like, I love this movie. We watched it in history class last year. I was like, at least they show good movies in school. Really? <laughs> he, wow. I know. Oh, I was yeah. like, it's awesome. Wow. It's an awesome movie. He came from downstairs, upstairs. He's like, I know what that movie is. And I was like, hell yeah. So, like, yeah, like, listen, it's not like a great movie. It, it's a it's a fun action movie. And that's all it needs to be. Yeah. It's enjoyable. The characters are quirky. I mean, some are not great, but most of them are pretty quirky. They got their one-liners and stuff, and it's fun. And that's all that matters. But Saris so. came in the room when Mina Harker was doing her <coughs> thing at the boat before they got on the Nautilus. Oh, and I was like, herself. I was like, sis, do you know who that is? I was like, that's Mina Harker. And she's like, <gasps> she's like, that's my, that, that, that's my middle name. Yeah. <laughs> She and I'm she like, she's like, is that a real character? And I'm like, yeah. As real as fiction can be, baby. I'm like, she's <laughs> playing the character that's, you know, that your name came from. And she's like, <gasps> yeah, she's seven, mind you, for those of you that she's, don't know. Yeah, she's, so she's seven. really excited. So she she gets excited when she learns where her name comes from. She's like me. So. She's like easily excited by things. Well, yeah. Not that it's a bad thing. I'm that way. But it it has to do with her name, so she's like, okay. Yeah. But it was it was a good time. Yeah, Dodgy's a little bit of CG here and there, but there's yeah. a lot of cool practical, a lot of cool fighting. It's, it's fun. That's, I can look it. past that. That it's that's fun. definitely something I can look. It's past. fun. Just watch it if you haven't seen it. It's fucking fun. I'm watching it again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, I love this movie. I to be honest, even after rewatching, I, I want to rewatch it again without having to take notes because I know I miss things. Even though I have seen this movie many times, I need to. I just want to sit down and experience this movie without oh. having to do what we do for the show. Uh, it, it yeah, it still hits. You know, yes, it has some shoddy CGI, but it was two thousand and three. And to be honest, I saw way worse CGI after this movie came out. So even though I was a little harsh on a couple of the shots, there's still far worse shots. Uh, that I've seen in movies, you know, that came out after and even came out around the same time as this. It's unfortunate that, you know, Sean Connery walked away after this movie. And to be honest, it's kind of sad to see that Stephen Norrington walked away because I think I don't think he even though he only really had two big movies under his belt. I feel he probably could have done some good stuff down the road. I, I mean, clearly I agree. Th his movies made money and he could have been reliable to do something but clearly you know fucking sean connery fucking ruined that <laughs> yeah so i can see where both of them are coming from yeah sean connery comes from you know he's his, an old school he, actor he's old school he yeah. started in the 50s i i get it i get it in norrington's the new new school at the time because he had blade and then he's doing this <laughs> yeah. yep. sean connery's like i don't i don't i don't get these movies yep yep all right, Angela, you want to read your comment? Well, so when I posted on Twitter earlier, I said, um, I used to love this movie. Do I still love it? And um, at Dork of All Dorks, Heather Sachs says, I still do. Oh, so I, I feel that. I got called out uh, because I said this was Sean Connery's last movie, and technically it wasn't. 
um this is his last on live screen action. appearance live yeah. action yeah. yeah he did a, a couple animated movies but we said it before it's not they're not yeah. worth mentioning because they were awful <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that is it. That is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Next week, we're going to be... LXG. Or LXG. Yes. Fuck yeah. I, I had to think a couple of times oh, when man. I've seen that. I was like... Mm. This makes me think of Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. So. <laughs> and if anybody remembers watching that fucking show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is this? Watching it for years, and I'm like... I see that MXC, and I was like... Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love watching that. Yeah. So good. Next week, we're going to be venturing back into the Conjuring universe as we uh, we're uh, number two for the Annabelle adventure as we go to 2017's Annabelle creation. Yeah, this is uh, it's, it's, it's exciting. So no, it's not. But we'll do <laughs> super it. exciting. Dan we'll do and it. Angela are so happy we're doing this franchise. I mean, thank I you, Dustin. Love haunted <laughs> dolls. Uh, Brad. Yes. Where can uh, where can people find you? What you got going on over there with Cinema Guys or Tubi well, Tuesday? You, you can find everything Cinema Guys. Just go to wearethecinemaguys.com and you can find links to our YouTube and TikTok. That's where I am most active and links to our show. And then at Tubi Tuesday on social media, that's, that's just me and my fun Tubi watches. I love Tubi. Spend a lot of time in that that world. Yes, please, watching the. Yeah, uh, please follow this man yeah. on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, because he gives awesome recommendations every uh, week. I give my uh, two, my two B picks, three picks for the week. Yeah, I have to write them all down. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> oh my god, there's so many, and of course, a lot of them I've already seen because there's like I said, Tubi is not just like people. Some people think of Tubi as like, oh, that's just a bunch of bad movies. No, they put some bangers there. On there. There are plenty of bad ones on there. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. Mostly the Tubi but... originals. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, when I got free, I got challenged old. to watch one, so I also do. I've moved my Tubi stuff over to the Old Man Brad podcast. So oh, listen cool. for that. And I got challenged to watch Deadly Dilf. I'll be doing a review of that too. <laughs> Tubi original. Holy hell, that sounds like right. Like that sounds like yep. a mean movie. Like we should watch That's this. Awesome. Shit. That's that awesome. Like what I picked last week. Yeah, you told me what we watched last week, right? Oh, the Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre. I, I've seen and that I, on there. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's great. Exactly you need you to watch it. It, it was a watch. It was something. It was a watch. It was something. It was a movie. It was exactly yeah. what you expected. From mm-hmm. just the title itself, <laughs> but yes, all the all the links uh, for mm-hmm. Cinema Guys and just everything to do with Brad will be down in the description. I'm everywhere. Yeah, I'm everywhere. Uh, all of Angela and Dan's links are also down in the description. You can find us at Dissect That Film on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We're on Threads now. Um, oh, yeah, that, that yeah there's that. There's so many of them now. We're, of course, if you're watching us, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash dissect that film. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. It's all free. If you, uh, wherever you listen to us, make sure you leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Actually, I don't even know if you can rate on Google Podcasts, but you can on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and on Good Pods, which, Good Pods, yeah, yeah which is cool because you could leave reviews on episodes, individual episodes, and on the show itself. Uh, and the more um, reviews we get, you know, the more ears our show goes into. So it's pretty cool. So please yep. help us out. It's great. 
Also, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash dissect that film, where for a dollar you can get our episodes early, up to a week early. And then we have a $5 tier where you get extra content, some extra Patreon-exclusive shows, like we're doing a, our, our own Tubi show called Out of the Tubi, where we once a month oh, really? we talk. Yeah, once a month we pick a, a Tubi movie to cover, or a movie that's on Tubi to cover. And then we have our Monster Zone show, which is hosted by Dan and Angela, where we spin a wheel at the end of the month and we talk about two monster movies uh, that span decades. What yes. and what are we covering? I, I don't know when this episode is going to release. I think it's in August. <laughs> what what movies are we covering for this month? For August, it's Varin, the Unbelievable, and the other one was Hold on, Black Scorpion. Yes, Black Scorpion. Very good. Stop motion classic. Go. So for so for five dollars, you can get all those exclusive shows, and uh, yeah, and all of uh, everything you guys give to us, we put right back to the show. So we appreciate all the support. But this show right here, this one you're listening to, will always be free. Because that's just how it goes, you know? Yes. And, uh, yeah, that, that's about it for us. Until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angel of DNA Gaming. And that is Brad of the Cinema Guys. This has been the Dissect That Film Podcast, episode 119. We'll see you all again next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.